With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Family, elevate your space and mood in 2023 with Article Furniture. We are a family that has a home full of Article Furniture. They are our favorite pieces in the house. Mm-hmm. They are beautifully crafted and made with quality materials. Yes, Article cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. So you also save up to 30% over tr- traditional retail prices. Their fast, affordable shipping is available across the U.S. and Canada and is free on orders over $999. And all in-stocked items are delivered in two weeks or less. And their furniture aesthetic is gorgeous. They have mid-century, Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash momdad, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash momdad for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Welcome home, family. It's your mom and dad. Good morning Welcome to back, all. the family. Sit by us. Let us talk to you. Let us impart our knowledge. <laughs> Let us give you wisdom that we do not have. Sit, Sit at around, around the fire. <laughs> yeah, I do like that in every of those gangster movies, the kid is like, and in school, and the gangster dad is like, you need, what's with the grades? You, your mom's telling me you're not going to school. <laughs> you're like, you need to get good grades, get an education. <laughs> and then the kids are going like, what? Like, dad, you're super rich and you are, uh, you, you like have an army of people that work for you. I want to be like, you don't be like me. Don't be like me. I'm Dad, super rich. Dad, you care about rich. my grades? He's like, you got to get an education. I saw what you did outside yesterday. Yeah, what like, you talking about? <laughs> I want to be like you, Dad. Okay, fine. You pulled my arm. Uh, hi, Lee. Hi. How are you? Good. Welcome to the family, Lee. Well, here's the deal, the family. Mm. Truth of the matter is, we are not starting off on a great foot this morning because uh, last night, Evan cheated on me in my dream. Mm. So oh, we're no. in an argument. Classic. <laughs> this is classic. You know what I mean? I feel like there needs to be some sort of like couple understanding that when one of the partners has a dream about the other cheating, Uh there is like a 48 hour allowance for anger, unjustified anger. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay, so then the person who didn't do anything actually has to pay a price. Yeah. (laughs) So instead of saying, hey, the person who had the dream needs to realize it's not real and take a deep breath. The other person that woke up just nice, beautiful, sunny day has to now pay a price for two days straight. There has to be a price paid for the dream. (laughs) No, for real, though, I do feel like 
you know, there needs to be an allowance. Well, it's so visceral. Because though you did not, you did not, you actually know, do actually do anything. And I will be honest, technically the cheating dream, it was a loose cheating. Like okay. it was like a suspected cheating. It was more oh. like I wasn't getting adequate attention and more attention was being paid elsewhere. And I was assuming that there was oh. cheating going on. So it was in your dream. You're like, I knew it. Yeah, it was like it was implied in my dream, uh, and I was, was I trying just, to like find out exactly what was going on. Was I just flirting and running around and yeah, not paying attention to you? There were so many women. <laughs> 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 there were so many ladies, and there was just so much flirting going on. Mm. Um, you gotta and let I me was, flirt, you know. It's let me flirt in my dream. Well, you know, and here's the thing, you know, IRL. I'm like, you flirt away, but it was in the specific, like, yeah. you were very annoyed with me throughout the whole dream. Like, everything I was doing was bothering you, and then it was like very specific, like, so oh, he's f- cheating. Yeah. Like, I knew it, you know. Like, you would all of a sudden you'd bought a Harley, you'd covered yourself in tattoos, oh. like you, you know, it was it was. So very I was much. like, I was a total cliche of like a boomer <laughs> who's like had crisis. enough with his family, <laughs> like the midlife crisis. Yeah, boomer. I'm getting a. A Harley. I don't understand the Harley thing. No, maybe me- you just want to taste a danger. Is that what it maybe, is? Maybe, maybe. But I'm like, why a Harley? Yeah, I don't understand the motorcycle move. But I mean, I guess it just makes yeah. I want to taste the open road. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> the loud engine is some kind of cry for help. Yeah. Wow. Hey, that might be me. what it is. Wow, that was very deep. That was deep. Because sometimes it's a boat. I mean, all of these things quite expensive. You're gonna get you're gonna get a Harley, a boat, some sort of muscle car, a the, Porsche. Like the boats, the move though, because you can cheat on a boat, <laughs> right? You can't cheat, you on, can't a cheat on a Harley. That's Harley. It's harder. The yeah. more you know. You know Take I mean? this as an advice podcast. If you want to cheat, buy a boat because I mean, you can bring people onto the boat, and then you That's have. True. I'm gonna spend the night at the boat tonight, babe. I, you know, whatever. It's true. If you are gonna cheat, that one that makes way more sense. It makes way more. You sense. You also can like you know, sea law. Who knows what applies? Does cheating apply? With C law, I think you can claim C law. You can claim C law in the yours. divorce. Yeah, no. You're like the cheating doesn't count when you guys are going through because we were, we were in at open sea. <laughs> There's no rules. I'd in love the to see the book, the charter. Like who governs the seas? Like what's the U.S. law? That's Neptune, baby. <laughs> Neptune. <laughs> I like. I do like the idea of just any you thing you do, you do in open water, so that you can claim C law. <laughs> I claim C law. They're like what? <laughs> that, that reminds me of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Honey, it doesn't count. It was at the sea. I claim sea law. I claim sea law. Yeah. Everything that happens in the sea doesn't exist. Actually, it's like in oh. always always sunny Philadelphia when when um Charlie always like says bird law. Yeah. He's always like oh, you know yeah. he's always like well you know and bird law and the guy's like bird law. We're in a court and like I'm just gonna start using. I'm gonna put law behind everything. Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of make my way through make the world. Make it sound legit. Okay, so yeah. I have a question about the cheating dream, though. Can I put you on a pause real quick? Absolutely. And then you can dive in because we do have to take oh, a pause, an yes. important pause. Family, if you are like me, you often find yourself trying to find a cause for any of those like tough body symptoms that you may have. And this may be including stumbling down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Listen, I love my TikTok, but there are better ways to get the important answers you need and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. 
ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. Yes, millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient, reviewed, and fits their needs and schedule just right. You can book uh, an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Uh, choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. I love ZocDoc. I use it all the time. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MomDad and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash MomDad. ZocDoc.com slash MomDad. I'm going to need to book a ZocDoc appointment after the headache I feel post that dream. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, do you guys do anything for cheating? Cheating dreams. <laughs> the guy's like, what? The guy just, ah. Okay, so I want to bring up, I want to talk about this. Yeah. Which is, if you're in a dream, you personally, uh-huh. you don't know you're in a dream. You cheat. You 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 do the act in the dream, and then you wake up, and you're no living your normal life, and you don't cheat in real life, but you cheat in your dreams. What level of cheating is that? I mean, what? No level. No, I'm saying like if you're in your dream and and you're kind of aware <laughs> of your life, wife for me, wife, kid, life, and I meet a woman in my dream, and I ch- and I have and I hook up with her, and then I wake up and it's not real, but in the dream I thought it was real. What level of cheating is that? <laughs> oh, you mean if you were actively choosing to cheat? Yes. Are you talking right. about like if you were a lucid dreamer? Right, like because lucid like dreamer. I can't control my dreams. Okay. Well, like I don't <laughs> feel like I have the ability to lucid dream. Our daughter is a wild lucid dreamer. She goes to bed before she goes to bed at night. She will say, I will dream about this. Yeah. And most of the time she's able to do it. Wow. And it sounds like an evil seance. We will. <laughs> I'm going to record her and bring it next week. Because she does it every night, and it just sounds like this. And, she, and it's her like if you zoom into what she's saying, it's like don't have dreams about this. No, she manifests. She manifests if she she doesn't want to have scary dreams, so she literally has an ongoing list. She adds things to it constantly that might scare her, and she has a full list of things she doesn't want to dream about. And when she started doing that, she's like, I never dream about those things. And if I add a new thing to the list, I won't dream about it. And so she does this full every night before she goes to bed. It's wild manifestation powers. (laughs) God, what a gift she has. (laughs) I've tried. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. I don't have the the powerful brain that she has. Um, Um, Okay, wait. Okay, so, so, so I'm not saying lose. I don't know what lucid dreaming is really, but. I'm more talking about like sometimes in your dream you can make decisions. Yeah. Not everything is completely out of your, you know, there's a moment you can't choose like your scenario, but sometimes you just are in a dream, you're in a scenario and you are making decisions and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like to some extent. So I'm saying if you kind of are in somewhat a version of your current life and then you, you intentionally cheat. Yeah. And then you wake up and not, you know, real life is real life, but you are cheating in your dreams. What level of cheating is that? <laughs> That's, That's kind of interesting to me. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you're aware that what you're doing, you cheat intentionally yeah. and you don't know it's a dream. I would say this. So it's kind of like an interesting <laughs> okay. thing. So for all you dream cheaters, I just outed you. Babe, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> honestly it's a dream i had no control meanwhile like full control that's one because there's moments in my dreams where i am intentionally making deci- decisions i don't feel like i have that so much i oh, feel yeah, like I it's what happening you're doing here. yeah because yeah, i was gonna nice. say because then i've, cheated like, I've had sex with six thousand people i have i i have 
I, I frequently, not what? frequently, but <laughs> what? Uh, this is oh, bad. Oh my God. This is no, I'm like, I definitely like will have dreams where I like hook up with somebody in my dream. Oftentimes they're kind of a faceless individual, right, there's a body. Um, but there was one time, I think I've talked about it on chatty broads where I had a dream where I didn't just, I like fell in love in my dream sure. and it was with Nick Kroll. <laughs> Nick Kroll. Yeah. The producer, the actor. Yes. Slash the comedian, director. the actor, wow. like, you know, and so I, he's charming. He's very charming. But in my dream, like I've never been attracted to him when I watch shows. I'm yeah. like, I have never felt like, oh my gosh, like what a hottie, even though he's a handsome man, yeah. but just, you know, I never really thought about it in my dream. I met him and we were like falling in love. So you weren't married to me at the time. No, I or wasn't. I wasn't with anyone. Got I don't it. think. Okay. But yeah. it was all quite fuzzy in yeah, my so it's, dream. It's like you were watching a movie of you yeah, and starring Nick Kroll. And, and the then when I and when I woke up, it fucked me up because I was like, I fell. You in, miss him. I was like, I fell <laughs> in love with someone. And that's how stalkers are born. <laughs> That but it was real no, in my dream. Yeah, I know you felt it. No, I remember seeing him like six months later at a show at the Largo, a, 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 yeah. a comedy show. And when I saw him, my heart like hurt. Like I was like, oh my it's God, we be. had a beautiful relationship together because in my yeah. dream we were in love. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I do think that's real love to some extent because it is what's what's love anyways. That is kind of true. That is trippy to think. Like about. you have a, a you have a, a you know a, a, a fixation on something or someone, mm-hmm. and it and it and it brings out an extreme emotion in you, and then you you like uh, pursue it. That's love, right? But I'm in love with the dream Nick Kroll because I don't know the real mm-hmm. Nick Kroll. But whatever dream version right. I've created in some other universe, in some sleep universe, we love each right. other. Okay, I understand. But I want to get I want to get the family's re- like actual opinion on this. Because I'm sure there are people like me who can make decisions in their dreams. And I didn't know you were able to do that. Not all the time. It's just, just there's certain times when it's like Maybe that's where Ember gets it. It'll be like this. It'll be like, let's say I'm having a great dream and the dream is that I'm in this on, on this vac- incredible vacation and I'm surfing and like, you know, those dreams where you get everything you want immediately. Yeah, sure. Right. But I'm intentionally making the decision to like catch that wave or eat that food. Like there's moments when like I'm I can or say that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious that like if you can intentionally cheat. But then you wake up and I didn't in real life. Like, I guess the argument has to be made. How, how real is our dreams? You know what I mean? Like if we're just these it's sentient interesting beings. If right. you, if you can make decisions in your dream right. and you are in your dream, you know, you have like a partner that you're committed to. You're in a monogamous relationship, you know, yeah. whatever. And you are like, I'm going to choose actively. But then and then you and then you wake up and you never do it. But in real then th- that's the thing. Dreams, it's you know, it's sea law. You can do anything you want in your dreams. It doesn't count, but if right? If you don't know it's a dream, that's the deciding factor because yeah. you never know it's a dream. Right. Rarely, right? right? You're just in it, and then you wake up and you're like, "Whoa, that was crazy." But if you don't know and you intentionally hook up with that person, and then you wake up and you're like, "Whoa, that was intense." I would say. <laughs> this is I interesting. Would, I would say. Okay, when we first started this conversation, I was a little bit like, "What are you talking about?" But now I'm a little bit like, "I don't know." Right. I think it might be. It might be something that. I don't think it's any level of cheating by any means. Y'all are but, cheaters out there. <laughs> but I would say. Scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say that if I was with someone, mm-hmm. like let's just say you started doing this. Yes. Frequently. Well, I mean, I have many. Well, partners. sure, 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 yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. but. If you started doing this frequently and I found out about it, if I was like, okay, I Evan's telling me that like every night he's actively choosing to 
have this dream where he doesn't know it's a dream and cheats on me. Yeah. Um, I would I would feel red flaggish because I'd be like, is this almost a practice round where it becomes yes. it, it feels more and more like a temptation mm. and be like, OK, maybe even though I would be like, oh, if you're telling me, I feel like you're communicating with me. So if you wanted to be out and about, you might want to communicate with me like, you know, different format of a relationship right. since you are telling me. Sure. But I guess if I were to find out, so if I were to break into your dream journal, if oh, you were to keep a dream journal and then I found that, this out, <laughs> then, then I'd be like, this feels a little bit like if you're, if this is constantly happening mm -hmm. by your own choosing in your dream, I might feel a little bit. Well, it's interesting. Sus, I guess. Yeah. I think it's interesting because it could go two ways. One is that you're kind of breaking the seal to start that, you know, so you can do it in real life. Or you're getting your rocks off in your dream, so you don't have to do it in real life. True. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like if you are conscious you're in a dream and you're like, well, I know I'm dreaming, so it's not real. And I would never do this in reality. Yeah. But why not try it now? Is yeah. that sus? I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> yeah, is it sus to be like, even if you know you're in a, what if you know you're in a dream? Well, then it's, and then it's, you intentionally hook up with people. Right. But then it's all that's that's all that's all good, right? It's uh, the it's your dream. This is your, where you're able to, you know, live your fan. It's like a video yeah. game. Yeah, but then yeah. I guess when when do video games become too real? I feel <laughs> like that day will be coming soon. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe. Already. When you write it in your dream journal, it becomes too real. You've brought uh, it into the into the real, real into world. this dimension. You've <gasps> crossed planes. Ooh, yeah. Okay, here's the thing that we once had a dream expert on Chatty Broad, so I would love to hear from someone who's actually like an expert in this because I remember her saying that people who analyze dreams will understand that typically sex it doesn't it's not sexual. It's a connection thing. So maybe if you, if I opened your dream journal and you were like, I'm do, I'm choosing to be with someone different every night, I'd feel maybe more like, oh, are we not emotionally connecting in a certain way? Oh. Or is there something, you know, maybe you have missed a connection in a different relationship in your life, whatever, where you're like, it's not a, it's not sexual. It's, mm. it's about connection. Interesting. Um, I, I, I believe that's what she had said. So it typically goes beyond well, that. Well, that's my pee situation. Cause I, I felt like I almost peed the bed again the other night, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he almost peed the, oh. yep, yep. So in my dream, I had another thing where I was just peeing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't I can't relate to any of these scenarios you're doing oh, when you're like I can choose what I want to do in my dreams and I choose to pee everywhere I don't understand either of those because I don't get to choose what I do in my it's, dreams and I've never uh, had where I'm like I'm just pissing all over well, the place well it wasn't it was just one of those things where it was like a foggy dream but I'm just urinating constantly in the oh dream oh my god and in the, I was peeing so much in my dream that like I almost had like an eh, 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 go off be like you know evacuate evacuate because right, you right. actually have to pee and then I kind of like came out of it in the middle of the night and I had to pee really bad. Yeah. So my bladder is very well, much connected. Yeah. There's a connection there. That's very interesting because, I, and then it scared me. I was like, uh oh, but I had drank a lot of water because I, I started, guys, I'm starting, I'm starting water. He is starting water. Wow. This is actually a huge shift huge. for you. I'm starting water. You're going against your beliefs. Well, I'm just getting older. Learning and growing. And I'm starting to just go, you know what? It can't hurt me. <laughs> so let me try water. And it's making me want to pee more. And I don't want to pee the bed. You know what I mean? So I'm real scared. Okay. <laughs> just, and I'm wearing a diapy to just, bed. Just drink water during the day, honey. Yeah. But 
Totally. But then, you know, it's like a way to finish off the day strong, you know, that we jug, you know, chug it. I get that. I get that. No, I will say this. I did wake up from my cheating dream. I was woken up from my cheating dream um, by wild snoring via Evan because Evan did mm. not try, has not tried the hostage mouth tape because we got so many, there were some messages from people that were like, oh, we do the mouth I tape, got, it works. I got it right down the middle. W- warps, it works. <laughs> but I was receiving so many messages from people being like, you know, you need to check into like sleep apnea and all that. So I have signed both of us up to get sleep tests done to make Whoa. sure that we are healthy and safe. So we're not using mouth tape on you. We're going to get some professional opinions up in here okay. to make sure you're safe and that you stay with me for a long I love. I did not know that she did this. Okay, yeah. great sleep test. That'll that'll be good. Because mm-hmm. I had a lot of people telling me in the beginning, people messaging me being like, "Do not use the sleep tape." And then I had like, then at, towards those last later end of the week, I had equal amount of people going, "It changed my life." Yeah. So I don't know. I you mean, know what? And maybe it it it. it it's different people. Different things work for different people, obviously. But I would like to get a professional's opinion before I, I duct tape your mouth tape shirt. My whole shut head, <laughs> cut eyes in the nose. <laughs> just, I mean, it's a good post in general. You know what I mean? Oh my god! But no, I want. To, I want to make sure that you are healthy and happy. And yes. now, you know, that's the thing. It's like. In the current day and age, apparently there's these sleep doctors that you can go to and you mm-hmm. can learn all these new things and make sure that it's specifically good for you and your health. You yeah, know. but I, I, I prefer to bootstrap it and guess. You know what I mean? See if we make it out. <laughs> We're living in 2023. We have Forget our sleep doctors. It. Maybe the sleep doctors can also do dream analysis on you. Maybe they can give you some of these answers. Sleep doctor wizard. The future. The fu- oh, my God. Speaking of the future, can we talk yes. about something quickly? Yes. Okay, Evan and I were having a conversation the other day because was it a comedian that we heard talking yes, about it? It was like a joke. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. I yeah. apologize. But um, we heard a comedian talking about the idea of, you know, this whole concept of like, if you could go back into like the early 1900s or something with the no- 1920. 1920 with the knowledge that you have of the world today like you literally just hop like right now we have a time machine hop in it 1920 yes you show up and so you know everything about the world now like you know about all with the computers and the 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 the, uh, that's not at old (laughs) with the googles and uh (laughs) and the cameras and And the transportation and the reality tv and all of that stuff (laughs) right right right. you're able to like go back to 1920 and like they were talking about the idea of like, what would, what would you do? Or like, how could you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, with your wealth of knowledge now, you could be a tycoon or you could be like a, like, you know, you could just blow people's minds or whatever. Yeah. And Evan and I were talking and this, this comedian was saying too, and we were in agreement. We're like, we would offer nothing. Like I I could tell you, I could go back to 1920 and tell people and be like, well, guess what happens? And there's all this wild stuff. I'm like, I guess you could be, you could predict the future for people. But as far as like being helpful to society, I'd be like, with a computer, how am I supposed to explain? I would know nothing. Engineering, I'd know nothing. Right. It's like when you actually think about it, if you're not an engineer or like an electrician or a plumber or a builder or a um, scientist or a like technologist, not like someone on the internet, but like someone who could build a camera or something like that. Right. If you're not those things, which most people aren't, 
Like, or not most, not most people, but a lot of people learn not those things, especially in the age of the internet where we're all just kind of existing on the internet. It's like you could show up in 1920. And if you think about it, <laughs> there's not even, you couldn't even prove that you're from the future. Right. Because you're sitting there and like, I'll be honest with you, my like knowledge of history is so bad too that like, even if they were like, okay, we'll prove it from the future. Who's the next president? Be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happens in the next five you're years? Like, it's don't like, don't remember. Oof. Like, there's nothing you could do to even prove you're from the future, let alone help them at all. If anything, you're going to be worse off because mm-hmm. you won't even know how to do the stuff they know how to do. Oh, yeah. So if they're like operating, you know, wood burning stuff and they're like, they have like plumbing systems yeah, that like, work. Let, like, tell you, uh, let me tell you about, you know, these specific electrical blah. I mean, I don't even know what I would call them and trying to explain <laughs> different <laughs> forms of like ovens and microwaves. It'd be like, well, there's this thing. Yeah. And it would be zero benefit because I can barely even speak right now to explain what this predicament would be. It was just such a weird thing to think like, oh, in your brain now, you're like, dude, if I could just go back in time, like, it'd be amazing because I'd have all this knowledge. And you realize your knowledge is completely built off of stuff that's modern and that like there's nothing. So like we were talking about like, what is if there's what could you do to take your knowledge and ideas of now, bring them back to then and do anything of note? Like, is there anything you could think of, Lee, that you could like? bring no, to the so table hard. you know i mean I, maybe like the only thing i can think of is investment opportunities like knowing what to invest in okay it's but 1920 what are you gonna invest rebuilding in rebuilding anything or building anything just by like you know one person i don't think i could do anything but it's like 1920 what are you gonna invest in Oh, I have Ford. No That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ford. Like, you know, Ford's car. already out. You, you probably can't even invest yeah. in it anyway. It's just not find, like there's I would a find oil. Yeah, just find. <laughs> how are you gonna find oil? Do you have like a rig? Do you even know right. how to find yeah. oil? No, I would be so useless. I'm useless now. I would, have I would still be useless. <laughs> that's now. How, I, that's I how I feel now. I'm like I'm an artist. I don't know how to do anything here. What am I supposed to do? 1920. And the only thing we could think of was like write songs. Uh-huh. previous yeah. oh, like write right, famous right. songs that are famous now then and hopefully <laughs> yeah, they take I told off and yeah. i was like i have a genius idea like 1920 i'd be like i'd start writing christmas carols i'd be like i got a song chestnuts roasting on an open and they'd be like wow she's just a christmas carol queen <laughs> yeah but then evan told me that's already a movie so it, it wasn't a genius oh. idea oh. Was it back to the future they do something like that no, you told me there was like a, a movie where some guy writes the Beatles. Like, oh, there's a movie. I forgot what it's called, but there's a somewhat modern movie that came out where the guy went back in time and wrote all the Beatles songs before the Beatles. <laughs> and like, I, I, I never saw it, so I don't ever know what happened. But but that but then even with the song, you're so assuming apparently it wasn't even an original idea. That's yeah. how. <laughs> and then you're assuming that the right people are going to hear it and then want to like get to put money behind right. it, promote it and put it on the radio, which is not going to happen because you're going to be in some random city. You'd have to create some sort of shtick. Yeah. Like, because think about it. Let's say you just like land in that time and everyone has like these jobs and you're like, I can't do any of these jobs because my jobs are completely reliant on technology and all these things. So it's like even a banker, it's like they're doing everything by hand. An engineer, everything's by hand. Like there's no, oh, you don't know anything. There's no Google. You got to hope someone tells you or find a library and do tons of re- like you're lost. I would just become the midtown <laughs> complainer. You know how people who are in older generations now are like kids these days. They da, 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 yeah. da, da. I'd be in reverse. I'd be like 
back when I was young, we had what was called an iPhone and a computer. <laughs> everyone's like, this person's insane. I've just been complaining <laughs> in reverse. Yeah, yeah it, it, it'd be like a future life regression. Yeah, you know, like yes. you'd be born in the twenties and have these flash backs of the future yes oh wow what a what a concept though the way to truly the, the, you'd have to if, if you want to make a change or if you want to be like that person you'd have to just be transported back to like the 80s <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, that's the only way yeah. to do it or like the early 90s yeah. when things are popping off and there's ways to actually like deal with things but like you can't the tw- before like the, all the technology you can't you can't go back that no. far okay mm-hmm. speaking of the 90s can you tell what ember said to you the other day before we dive into some bachelor stuff oh I, I need to okay Please, Lee, I laughed so hard. So I'm in the, so Ember, I pick Ember up from school and she's having drama at school with one of her friends and, and she was dealing with just her emotions and dealing with all, you know, how to handle, you know, conflict basically on the playground, you know, whatever one year old, one first grade real conflict looks like she's struggling with it. So she tells me the scenario. I'm in the car with her and I give her like my breakdown. And she's not buying it. Like she's just clearly not in here for my advice. And so I tell her and I go, Ember, I was in first grade too. I know what it's like. I know it can be so hard and there can be so many emotions. And what you should, what you need to do is this, this, and this. And then she looks at me and she just goes, yeah, but dad, that's not going to work. And I go, why? And she goes, cause that was in the nineties. <laughs> She's like, you stupid idiot. In the 90s, dude. And so what blew, I I literally almost like crashed the car because I was just laughing so hard. What is so insane about that comment is that she, she's right. And it is very different. And she doesn't know what the 90s are. Like she's just heard the word 90s. Yeah, and that has to do with some time. She nailed your year. She you were in the 90s. I was in first grade in the 90s. (laughs) So she absolutely got me. She was just like, and she's also right too. It is a very different world, Dad. That was in the 90s, and it's it's different now on the playground. (laughs) I mean, there was nothing I could say. No, she fully owned you. Got me so good. It's like, first of all, things are different now. Uh huh. First of all, I was in the 90s, (laughs) and. I mean, it was just the most like incredible moment of like, oh no, this is what her next yeah. 10 years are going to be like. It's like telling me that my experiences aren't valid because yeah. of how old I am. <laughs> We're out of time. Dude, it was insane. Like imagine oh. a seven-year-old telling you, dad, that advice doesn't work that anymore because that 90s. was the 90s. <laughs> she could have said 80s. She could have said 50s. I mean, she doesn't yeah. even know what these words mean. She's not aware that 1990 to 2000 was the 90s. She's just like, that was the 90s and nailed it. Oh my, I lost my mind. Oh and then I started God. laughing brutally hard, like tears. And then she was getting frustrated at me because she thought like, she's like, why are you laughing about like my struggles? And I'm yeah, like, no, no, I'm you're not like, laughing. No, it's not about that. <laughs> Insane, dude. Insane. We are not cut out for this level. Of no, her manifestation powers and wisdom. We are not prepared. We're we are not, not, not ready. This. Lord, help us. Lord, help us. Um. All right. It is, I think it is officially time Bash for us time. to dive into the latest episode of Zach's Bachelor season, episode two, recapping. Also, I think there's, in and out, we can weave some Bachelor tea that's okay. gone down. And then, um, but of course, our call home segment. Of course, when never you, would miss it. When the family sends in voicemails <laughs> and we get to give some advice out, whether it be good or not. Mm -hmm. The advice is coming. It's hot. Um, So let's dive into some Zachary versus Verzaki 
BBE. Public, public urination. Public urination on tour this fall. <laughs> um, but first, let's take a quick pause. So I want to share with you all something that a few years ago now became one of my new sexy love languages, okay? And that's Dipsy. Dipsy has invented a whole new love language with sexy stories for whatever mood you're in. And let me tell you something, okay? I have people ask me all the time after hearing us uh, talk about Dipsy, is it cheesy? Is it corny? No. Let me make this very clear. It is the opposite. It is quite hot like hot hot i'm sweating just thinking about it right now dipsy like a dream baby (laughs) i'm gonna write one of these you don't need dreams you have dipsy there you go uh no no to the cheesy and yes absolutely to the hot dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short sexy audio stories they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters they have everything from second chance romances to adventurous vacation flings to hot and heavy hookups and their stories are extremely inclusive and i do like that second chance romance okay it hits home you made gave me a second chance you know (laughs) okay so new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore let dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time explore your fantasies relax and unwind or heat things up with a partner rare for listeners of the show dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash chatty. Dipsystories.com slash chatty. So time goes by fast, okay? I mean, for the love of everything, it is already February, oh okay? <laughs> so don't ever waste your time. And especially don't ever waste your time again at the post office by using stamps.com. Stamps.com is everything. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. It's ready to go in minutes. Oh, yeah. Stamps.com seriously makes it the easiest. We've been using it for personal and business for years. Years. And this just in, postage rates just increased again. But luckily, Stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry with rates you literally can't find anywhere else, like up to 84% off of USPS and UPS. Plus, Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest fastest shipping options. Oh, and by the way, if you need a package picked up, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. Oh, and P.S. for business owners, if you sell products online, Stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Smooth sailing or smooth shipping, more Mm. like it, you know? Set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up at Stamps.com slash momdad for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Stamps.com slash mom dad. Okay, let's get into our bachelor recapness, Zach. Okay, you know what? I gotta say it. I I liked Zach this episode. He's just a good person. I mean, I, he seems like a good guy. I just I have to take this moment and appreciate him. Like I feel like you know, everyone, including myself, it was just like, why is Zach the Bachelor? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of us were asking for other individuals, as yes. often we do in Bachelor Nation. Um, but I have to say, I do. I, I said this last week, but I do get the energy from Zach that he really is here to find 
his person. I feel like you can tell by the way that he's eliminating certain people, conversations he's having. He's very straightforward and honest. Now, do I think he's still a little awkward in front of the camera and we're getting like a pretty shy version of Zach for sure? I'm hoping he continues to open up. It's not like dynamic and wow, wow, wow. This is, you know, the most sparkly thing I've ever watched yeah. on TV, but... He seems like a good guy. What do you swear? <laughs> I just thought about. I went a little what ahead. In, I went a little ahead in my uh, in my thought when he was dancing, you know, <laughs> and it, it, it the, the awkward like dance like he was doing. It reminded me of. Do you guys ever see the video of like Apple's one of Apple's first like conferences and like all the CEOs are on stage dancing <laughs> and it's just the worst thing you've ever seen. They're all just like the new iPhones out. And they're all clapping and going like yeah 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 and like it's doing like the, the dad like boomer right. dance where like, they're just like yeah. oh, hips fully <laughs> locked hips, like, yeah no and they're just going like yeah and go, yeah and, like that he just hit me as the guy who's just kind of like. Yes. What do I do with these things? Oh, when they got to the dancing portion God. where Lotto was like, hey, everybody yeah. like show off your best dance moves. I'm like, oh, I would have been royally fucked. Like, I am not a good dancer. <laughs> like, I am stiff. I love dancing. Yeah. Take me to a wedding and I will cut up the Evan and I cut up the dance floor at a wedding together but the difference is Evan has Evan has some moves you've, you've got loose hips you're a I, good dancer I, I know am not. where I I belong okay. and that's tight in, in my vibe yeah but like you don't you know what I mean I'm not I'm not trying to do anything like crazy but there is nothing better than just the guy like my dad dance my dad when I watch my dad dance like at a <laughs> wedding my whole body just like screams terrified because it's just so he goes he goes, he goes like ooh he makes his face. He goes ooh, and he kind of just does this thing where he like he punches and he goes ooh 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 ooh, and it's just God damn, it's rough to watch. <laughs> kind of bites his lip. Like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> so this is good. <laughs> it's so brutal. <laughs> yeah, Zach did not have the moves, but you know no. what? I did see that Mike Fleiss, who is the head honcho over at the Bachelor and yep. Bachelorette tweeted that he's the best dancer of all the bachelors i'm assuming wow. this is a facetious comment but also mike fleiss has been going absolutely rogue on twitter which the man does someone needs to take the twitter away from him it's always completely out of control but he tweeted um last week that there was going to be a huge major major bachelor announcement happening on monday like a few days ago monday nothing and he does this shit all the time mm. where he's just like, all right, everybody, life changing announcement is going to happen tomorrow. And either it never happens and no and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or it's just the most basic announcement ever. Yeah. And so he said there's a huge announcement coming. So Lord knows if that's true or not, because we haven't heard anything. Or if we did, it wasn't anything that was big enough right. to make us be like, uh, uh, and? He's probably like a wannabe Andy Cohen or like a wannabe like Ryan yeah, Seacrest where it's like another show creator that's like, I want to have a personality too and I kind of want to be famous as well. Yeah, it's like, like no one knows what he actually looks like. He's right. never around, but he'll just go wild on Twitter. <sighs> but then he said on Monday that he has something like major to announce that he's considering going on a podcast or starting a podcast oh and everyone's like stop it major Mike. news is not what you're up to bud <laughs> mike stop it no for the cares. love of god please don't create a podcast oh, okay? please don't 
Can you just tweet out what the news is? Can you just tell us? None of this lead up. We don't need any more rich people making podcasts. <laughs> no, We're enough. all set on enough that. Enough is enough. Please make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the women are officially in for the mansion mm-hmm, experience. Mm-hmm. If you were to go to the mansion, yeah. you were, it's let's just say it's the bachelorette. Yeah. Do you run in and attempt to get your bunk immediately? Like, do you, do you run into the mansion and explore or do you try to claim your bed ASAP? Well, if I'm there to get edits, okay. I would run in, rip my shirt off and jump in the pool. <laughs> That's a good move. Or, or, or jump in with my, all my clothes on. And just, you know what I mean? Something to kind of just be like. You have to jump in with all your clothes on. It's just very much the whole like, mama, I made it. Yeah. Just like run through and you're like, look at this pool. Just jump in fully clothed. Or I do the move where you run, but you don't stop running. And then you just end up in the pool. You know what I mean? Where you're just running and then the feet are still running. And then you just end up in the pool like you didn't see it there. I do some move like that or go full naked or, you know what I mean? Do yeah. something to like get an edit, Make you know? Splash. Make a Wow. Oh, the pun. Wow. We got a writer here, ladies yes. and gentlemen. <laughs> That's what I would do. Okay. So you, you would go, I mean? you wouldn't claim the bed. Um, I kind of have a thing with the bed people. Kind of got beef with bed people. Bed yeah. Here's my thing with the bed oh is it's the person that runs in and grabs their bed. Red flag to me. Cause you're not like He's communal me out right now. <laughs> you're not communal in your mindset. You know what I mean? You're not like, okay, let's I mean, talk I was beds. joking about the cheating dream earlier. Please. <laughs> it was a joke. I but anyone who runs in and claims the best bed, it's a little bit like, it's a personality trait to me. You I know understand. What I mean? that. It's very much real housewife energy. Whenever it's just like mine, whenever you watch a real housewife vacation episode, there's like the one or two personalities that like, I need the best bed. Okay. Can I say this to defend myself? Yes. I will never run in and choose the best bed. You got to choose like second or third best. I wouldn't even, it's not even necessarily that I choose second or third best. I, I run in and I, I need to choose a situation where I feel a little secluded. So I'll take a bunk, but I just want a corner bottom. Like yeah. I need something where I, I, I feel kind of like I have my introvert space. So I don't have a full panic attack. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to ever run in. In fact, likely if I'd be on a real housewife's trip, I would go in and choose the smallest bedroom that's like in the back right. with no windows because I want a cave. That's, that's, yeah. that's good. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that run in and put and throw their bag on the main room. And yeah. then you're like, okay, no. I guess that's yours. The key is to like, if there's five rooms and five people, you grab like the third best. I'm, cho- I'm going in and I'm choosing my bed immediately for the sake of the entire group because you don't want a grumpy version of me. Right. You want a pleasant, lovely version of me and you're going to get a grumpy, weird right. version of me if I don't have my alone space for just a little bit during the day. And that sounds like a person justifying taking this <laughs> bed. They're like, listen, I need my rest and if I don't get my rest, I'm a nightmare. You guys get it. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, enemy number one. <laughs> well, we don't see the women choose their bunks because no. we never really see the inside. You think they choose, or you think it's it's a sign? You think their names are on cards? You know what? I actually don't know. That's a good question. I would need to ask. I would Becca imagine about they it. don't. I would imagine that the producers are too smart and they know. Like this person needs their rest. Let's stick them in the worst bunk. Boom, boom. Probably. Like they know yeah. how to like get people Probably. riled up. I, um, I would need to ask Becca, but we never see much of the inside of the mansion because apparently it's terrible. Mm. It's Just, not fancy. 
it's just like they they shove like tons of people in one room. It's stressful. There's like not many bathrooms. Can you Airbnb just, it when it's not in session? Yes, you can. Okay, I was gonna say we could, but it's quite <laughs> expensive. I'm like, if you don't want to live for a few months, then we can rent it out and do some do some uh, vlogging inside. You know what we could do get every bachelor podcast to go in on it, and then everyone can podcast from the mansion. Wow. Oh my god, Evan. It's pretty good. This is a this is a plea. To all of our Bachelor podcasting and YouTube family, we need Game of Roses. We need need Dave Neal. We need Descartes. We need uh, Love to See It. We need Oh my God! There's so many. Two Black Girls, One Rose. You just say, Hey, this is a this is a GoFundMe. We all put money in the pot. We rent the place out, and then we could use it for content. It's not a bad idea. It's very good. All right, call to action, everyone. (laughs) Call to action. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. They're in the mansion. Uh, Jesse Palmer shows up, which, by the way, everyone was talking about this and it was quite funny. They like fully gave him. You know how when one of the women is speaking, it'll say like Katie with her age and job underneath it. Yeah. So that we're able to keep up because we're getting to know Katie. Mm-hmm. When JP walked into the mansion, they did that for him. It said Jesse Palmer, oh. host 44. Yeah, it's because he's never on the show. He <laughs> <laughs> like has 10 seconds per. I mean, he was literally in this episode for a total of probably 45 seconds to a minute. 45 seconds to a minute. He literally goes, hey, everybody. And then he comes at the end and goes, all right, guys, about that time. And then it's over. It really is such a like, shame. What is he doing? I mean, no offense, but like, what is the point at this point of a host? It's such a shame. I was listening to Caitlin Bristow on uh, the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast amazing episode by the way everyone should listen there's some tea in there they have really great conversation um and she was talking about when she was hosting with Tasha, and i was like oh my god i miss it so much because with caitlin and Tasha, there were so many scenes Lots. where they were actually like having really in-depth important conversation with the different players and be, the lead remember the beginning they were really funny they were looking through the window like, i know he doing? it know? was so there was fun much more action it was going so on. charming they're both so fun caitlin's hilarious like it was just it was so good yeah. uh, now we see two seconds of the host to the point where they have to remind us that this is the host. <laughs> they're like host <laughs> well host Presents first date card, which is a group date with Brianna, Brooklyn, Catherine, Mercedes, Bailey, uh, Davia, Kat, Genevieve, and Kylie. Mm -hmm. And this group date, we have a real celeb, actually. Mm -hmm. It is often when they're like, it's a celeb. And you're like, who is that person? Lotto shows up and we are talking about getting bad bitch energy from the ladies. And they kind of have a setup as kind of a... um, catwalk rupaul-esque catwalk and as soon as lotto says bad bitch energy zach comes strutting down the runway (laughs) and he does his dad "Mm, mm, mm, in his black leather jacket god the leather jacket is such a move isn't it it's like hey i'm crazy tonight We put on this very things conservative get, leather jacket. Things are going to get bad tonight yeah, yeah. with hey, this leather jacket. Bad boys unite. <laughs> There's always like the leather jacket and the, 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 those kind of leather jackets too are just like golf jackets that they make out of leather. Like, <laughs> And it's just like, hi, I'm business casual Friday. Like it's very like I'm a little risky today. You know? Things are going to get wild. I'm going to yeah. have one more martini than usual. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like the leather jacket is like wearing like a salmon shirt. It's like, whoa, <laughs> it's a wild guy today. Insane. Absolute wild guy. Well, like we were saying before, the first round was 
uh, Lotto asks if everyone can dance. Yeah. And I don't know why Verzaki didn't show up because they had a DJ. I don't know if you noticed. He was spinning records. Yeah, that would have been a move. And it wasn't Zach. Uh, that's true. He comes out with his bass. But he wouldn't even. He can listen. He can save public disturbance for later. <laughs> that could be at another point during a musical portion. He was also a yeah. DJ for Zachy, and they had a DJ in a booth, and it wasn't Zach. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I, that was a mess. You're gonna yeah. tease us. On first episode, he's, he's like, "What's up, ladies?" Damn, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the clap. If you're not, if you're not watching on the YouTube, it's like pull the pull the thing off. Be like, totally, right over there. <laughs> Who wants to come into the booth VIP? Yeah, that could be the thing where it's like one bottle of the ladies, yeah, one of the ladies bottles. gets chosen to that be in the funny. VIP. Like whoever has the the most bad bitch energy gets put in the VIP booth with DJ Verzaki. I love that. Yeah. Missed, opportunity. Missed opportunity. Um and then after they have their dance off, we have three legends show up. Legends. Absolute legends. In walks alumni, yeah. Tajwan, Victoria Fuller, and Courtney Robertson. And they strutted. And they strut hard. I was intimidated. So was I. <laughs> like, I was, was like, like oh my god. Like, the way they came in, they were like they were like, dude, dude. They had like the eyes like no one's stopping us. Oh no! And they like they struck poses, and they yeah. were working it hard at the mm-hmm. end of the runway. And mm-hmm. if I was one of the women, I would have been sweating mm-hmm. because they were just—it was perfect. They were owning it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're also like absolute three absolute power players in the franchise. It really did feel like okay. There's different levels to this game. Like when These they walked the in, I was like, oh, back in the day, people were like forces. And now everyone's just like, happy to be here. <laughs> oh, no. Like, it was a different energy. Yeah. Well, Courtney right away says, don't worry, ladies. We are not here to steal your man, which is definitely for- truth. foreshadowing <laughs> for a later right. portion. Um, but lotto then encourages the ladies to show their bad bitch energy by strutting the catwalk and the legends are going to watch take notes Mm -hmm. um so the girls get glam zach is at the end of this runway evan what are your thoughts he's waiting there right which makes it so much more awkward i was shocked by how little overall the women did like it was very conservative. It was like come out, put a hat on, and then like give him like a thumbs up, and then walked away. Like yeah. there was not much like I'm coming out and doing something crazy. Yeah, which, there were a few. Kylie and Brianna were the two that yes. like brought it. But, but other than that, it was very like hi, and they came out and they're like here's a bow, and they put a bow on him, and then they walked away and they gave him a smoosh on his cheek. Like there was back in the old days, there would have been like someone would have done like a backflip, landed on his like <laughs> chest, he would have fallen over, he would have made out with it. Like people would go so much harder. It's very low key season. Well, the, the the women are very like. I don't want to overdo anything. Yeah. I don't want to overstep at all. Well, there's definitely that energy too in the house, and it's discussed. Like everyone's best friends. Like yeah. we have a good, very like happy, homey energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, why are you here? You know, <laughs> rip it up. You know what I mean? What like, would you have done if you were one of the ladies? Dude, I would have slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> I would have slapped him and then just put a, I don't know, walked him. 
back with me. Walked him like a dog back with me. <laughs> Taking my whip out and be like, whack. Smacking his ass. <laughs> I don't know. Something like just crazy. You know what I mean? I would have walked up to him, slapped him and been like, you cheated on me last night in my dream. Yeah. <laughs> just like highly un- unbridled emotional basket case of just a person. Yeah. I start crying, begging, why? And then you're like, see ya. And he's like, whoa, that's at least memorable. It's something. That's what I'm saying. People are coming been... out with like cowboy hats and then just like putting it on him. I'm just like, what is this like a karaoke? I, I will say to the lady's credit, him being literally two feet from yeah. the start of the runway was a poor scripting production decision. You need to allow these people to get a runway. Like I need momentum. I need momentum. Mm-hmm. I need to get wind behind my sails yeah. to pick up to get to him when he's standing right in front of me like i literally you walk out and he's right there like i don't have any movement i just yeah. can kind of do my little dance like a foot away from him <laughs> it's uncomfortable i would have done that challenge you know how there's like challenges on social media where like the someone's standing still and then the person gets on them and then tries to like climb over them oh, and then go yeah, and underneath, then does the underneath their leg uh-huh. or something like that you know what i mean yeah you just start climbing, <laughs> I start climbing him, him. And, he's just... and he's just and i'm like trying to go through his legs <laughs> something you're like don't move a muscle yeah, something something trust the process this is quite like the show yes. you need to stand still zach and trust the process as i climb you like a monkey yes Something, something with some energy. Well, I do want to make a note of when Mercedes came out. Davia is everything to me. Mm-hmm. Davia is the sweetest human being, the most like genuinely encouraging person. She's just like clapping when other people are doing it and stuff. And you're like, what? What? And yeah. it, you can tell that it's real. She's like 0% competitive. Like, but it's real kindness. Yeah. And then Mercedes came out and Davia is just like the eyes on her. And she's just like, Mercedes is so hot. It's amazing. I'm like, yes, it's true. And we love someone acknowledging it. But she's, yeah, she's like, doesn't have that bone in her body that's like, oh, that was lame. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like talking shit. She's just like, she is beautiful. And we, we just, I just think she's great. <laughs> we and you're like, wait, love do you know to see you her are? doing her thing. Yes, she's stunning. She's gorgeous. And you're like, huh? I'm like, this is for real, though. Yeah. Um, well, they go from having a full uh, walk off on the catwalk yes. To Lotto then telling them that she would like them to tell Zach about a time in their life when they were being a real bad bitch. And Zach comes in and Zach literally goes, um, you know, it's like when you stood you stood your ground and you were just yourself and you said, no, I'm just going to be me. And he's just having this moment where he's yeah. just breaking it down. And, you know, in his head, he's like, can I say bad bitch? Yeah. Am I allowed to say bad bitch? Is when it OK for me to say bitch? <laughs> you know, but it's like and he's just. Yes, ladies, as she said, um, it's when you are strong <laughs> and you are really being you. That's what bad bitch means to me. Let me tell you about what it means to be a bad bitch. It's when you're very strong. <laughs> what I've read about <laughs> is that being a bad bitch is when you stand your ground that and you tell them like is it rude. is. <laughs> but not in this case. It means something positive in this case. <laughs> Stand your ground. Tell him like it is. A real bad bee. <laughs> An example for me would be wearing this leather jacket. This is a very bad bitch vibe that I'm putting out. And this leather jacket is very dangerous. 
but also confident. So give me an example of a time you wore your, quote, leather jacket in real life. Okay, bitches. I mean, no, no, no. I, uh, sorry, I messed up the, the thing. I mean, uh, okay. Anyway, continue. <laughs> it's just so like... From my research, <laughs> bad bitch means when you're tough, but not rude to people. <laughs> Confident, but not mean. <laughs> it's the voice. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> I like a bit of danger in my woman. Sometimes when I'm feeling like a bad bee, I put a little extra gel in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I go out on the town. What I'm looking ladies for you is what I'm looking what I'm looking from you ladies is the kind of energy that when you go to a restaurant and they give you tomatoes when you didn't ask for tomatoes and you say, "Excuse me, I didn't order tomatoes." That can be very scary. Okay? But you got to be strong. And ask and, and bring it up and say, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid that you will judge me for this. But I asked for no tomatoes. Can I please send this back? That is what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, that was very long. But you get my point. <laughs> <laughs> Something of that nature. <laughs> my stomach. <laughs> oh my god! I brought leather jackets for all of you <laughs> to really embody. And then, then everyone else is like, "What the fuck just happened?" Oh my god! I can't breathe. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> so then they go, they go on stage. The then, then they go on, you know. <laughs> the women go up and they have, um, we don't really see a lot of, uh, we don't really see a lot of detail with what a lot of the women get into. We only hear a few of the stories, but two of the ones obviously that stood out to me were uh, when Kylie was talking about how there was the circumstance when she was told where she wasn't going to be able to wear her hair naturally. And then she said, she, she brought up her mom as well. And then she said like, hell no. And she competed with her natural curls. That was amazing. Brianna talked about how she started her own beauty company and Brianna is young. I mean, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Other than that, we got like little clips of everyone else. We did see that Brooklyn had a moment where she was like, let's have a tequila shot with Zach and then kissed him. Uh, Catherine was like, I'm here, am I not? Yeah, there was quite a few. Like, there was quite a few. My bad bitch, and my bad bitch, uh, mo you know, active was when I came here, and like, there's like a couple of Which, those. Which, by the way, would totally have been mine. It's I'm like, totally I'm true. like, um, I'm on it. There's there. My bad bitch moment is there's 50 cameras pointing at me with like smoking hot <laughs> lights, and you just made me do a dance off in yeah. front of some random DJ. The legend walked in, or the legends walked in. I'm with Lotto, and I just had to strut a catwalk with the lead at the end. This is my moment. I'd be so bad with that kind of like the, you know you know, when you watch interviews and stuff, and people oh, are like, I got nothing. What was the craziest thing that ever happened to you? You're like, uh, what, what's what's the scariest moment you ever had? What's the best thing you ever? You know, I would be 
I got horrible nothing. at those challenges. Yeah. It's one thousand percent like those those late night talk shows where they go up yes. to random people and they're like, "Think of a name of a woman and just give them the microphone." <laughs> I got the nothing. Like, just freeze. I, I freeze. <laughs> I freeze. Yeah. If I'm on a show like this and they're like, "Tell us a moment when you were brave," I'm like, "Uh." Tch. When I was born, I came out. It was scary. The world was big and I pushed through. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> Seriously. Now, Tajwan during mm-hmm. this whole portion is watching this and she's like, these girls cannot compete. Yeah. I am the baddest. She's talking about how hot Zach is. Now, this is the moment. And this was a just devastating moment to me during this show. I am obsessed with Tajwan. Yeah, she's hilarious. Tajwan is literally everything she is one of my favorite people that has ever graced the stand on bachelor in paradise she makes me laugh she's a goddamn supermodel she is everything to me when i saw that there was a potential that tajwan was going to be on this season my body lit up like a christmas tree i was so excited she's so funny and she's She's, I mean, how many lines has she? Hilarious lines on. She's on, incredible. On the show and then on, you know, um, Paradise. And like, she's just, she's hilarious. She's gold for the camera. She's gold. And those moments when after the daytime portion, they had the night portion and she came in, lit me up. Dude. They were incredible. You're talking about when she was talking to the girls? Yes. That was unbelievable. That was, okay. I know I'm skipping ahead a little <laughs> bit. A, I mean, it was just like. A real hearkening back to like the fearless energy that people yes. had, which is just like, I will make waves and I don't care. And she came in and she was just like, I'm going to pull Zach aside. He checks all the box, the boxes. Uh, she tells Zach how she feels. Zach is like, okay, let me think about it. Right. And the women literally creep in and she's sitting there. Did you notice that she was lounging on the couch she just waiting for she them? Didn't even shift. The women are literally creeping in. They're like, hey, so um, what are you doing Excuse here? Me. What are yeah. you doing here? Yeah. We thought you were from earlier. No. And she doesn't even move. She's just lounging like a god on that couch. And she was like, well, it seemed like today there were a lot of you that really missed your opportunity and it was really painful to watch you all on stage. She literally was just like, that's not it. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she's, that was crazy. She said it was painful to watch. She's like, you guys know you guys are, this is a competition, right? You did you guys know that you guys all aren't marrying him. That was unbelievable. I was alive. I saw people on, on like Twitter and being like, that was me. And I'm like, no, that was everything. That was a fire move. That was everything. She came in and she's like, I just want to remind all of you. Uh, and then when she went and sat with them, she's like, just FYI, this isn't my, my first rodeo done this numerous times. I'm going in and I'm going to, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and if if you guys cannot recognize that this is a competition, you're all acting like friends right now. But guess what? You're not all marrying Zach. Mm-hmm. So this is about to get real. And she came in and she dropped a truth bomb, which yeah. these women are going to start experiencing in like a week where it's like it no. feels good right now. And everyone seems so nice and sweet. But the tension is going to get high. The producers are getting involved and it's going to get rough. It was a truth bomb. It was a truth bomb. It was a total truth bomb because there's like a real pa- there's like a real like we're all best friends in this thing together. And it's, it's given me just like that. No one's being honest here. A couple people who was, who was being honest. Was it Kimberly? Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn was just, Oh yeah, it was Brooklyn. She's just kind of like, I don't want to hear about you making out. I don't want to hear all about all this stuff. 
And I'm like, you're being honest. Everyone else has got this weird rah-rah thing where everyone's like, oh, please tell me about how you made out with my potential husband. That's so great for you. I'm so happy for you. And it's very bizarre. I think everyone's trying to be very cool and respectful. I feel like I I respect it because I feel like I would come in like that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to act like nothing's bothering me. I want to get along with everyone. I don't want to make any waves. Sure, sure. But... At the end of the day, shit's going to be festering underneath the You're surface. You're boiling inside. I'm yes. boiling inside. I know that if I'm sitting across from someone and they're like, oh, we were like doing a tongue situation where we were swirling it around in each other's mouths and then he spit in my mouth. He didn't do that with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, I'm trying to not act like it's not <laughs> He didn't choke you? <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> oh, we oh, didn't put the ball gag on and walk you around like oh, a dog? He, oh, interesting. Oh, okay, hmm. he did that I with thought me. he was doing that with everybody. I thought we, in, fa- in fact, hadn't even progressed that much. But it's oh, giving you guys like, haven't even. Yeah, it's, it has that energy where it's like, you know, this house, this old, this small, this old thing, and it's like a mansion, and they're just like, yeah, thanks for coming over. Yeah, you know, sorry, it's a mess and it's no immaculate inside. You know, it's got that kind of like mm-hmm. everyone's putting on the perfect energy, but d- let's be real. Deep down, that's not the case. I. I think, okay, well, I felt like the one person, I mean, so the the women did start getting somewhat upset by Tajwan. Yes. Um, she pulled it out. But it was still, it was still pretty low key. The one person who I thought we were getting the most honest moments from was Catherine, yes. um, who Catherine did end up getting the group date rose. I feel like Catherine is going to be one of our players who snaps at some point. Yeah. I can tell that she's starting to get um, I think a little agitated with the way that things are going in the mm. house. Yeah, she would say stuff like, "Well, this is uncomfortable," and like at least yeah. some comments out of and her. not anything like, "Oh, wow," but more like, "Okay, yeah, she's being honest. Like yeah. she's not she's she's not vibing how this is going, and maybe how the conversation is about right. like all the communication." Yes. but I don't know if we're gonna see it with her. I feel like I don't know if we'll see her break. I'm we'll interested see. to see how the producers are gonna try to paint. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or Zach can just be like, well, you guys all seem to get along. Maybe we can all just be in a couple together. And he's yeah. just is dating 20 people and there's just one, you know what I mean? They Zach just go, might pull that he's out. like, I'm not seeing any problem here. Like, you guys all seem to get along great. I get along with all of you. Like, we just wrap this Let's thing up Let's just do this now. thing. It's first time. First time we're going to do this. Um, well, Zach ends up sending Tajwan home, yeah. which is my devastation. I am so upset about it. I really, like, this could have been such an incredible incredible moment in the house also i just am obsessed with tajwan so the fact that she's not going to be there and it was a tease is devastating to me i also love how they like totally i don't know if gaslighting is the right word but there's this like if he keeps her around that's a real red flag and it's like okay like, yeah like, what? Well, okay like, so what? because there's another girl a part of the show you're <laughs> on he's a bad guy for if exploring keep, options also again it's not like this is weak uh Week 10 well, the, and there's only two people left and then mm-hmm. someone comes in and people are upset. It's like, mm-hmm. this is the first week. Okay. Like if he wants to add people, I mean, you could add someone on whenever you want to. Brianna was the only one who kind of like said, Hey, you know, it's his right to explore options with other people. I believe it was her that said yeah, that. Yeah, no, Brianna was, like, was okay, just like, yeah, okay, like, let's take a moment for a second <laughs> and remember like, you know, he's, this is, this is a show. And if he wants to bring someone on, it's makes sense. And that was the thing that Catherine said too. Which I, I do think was true, as Catherine said. Well, I think what we do know about Zach is that he seems like he's pretty intentional. So if he does bring Tajwan on, it will mean that he's really feeling something with Tajwan. I did know that 
you know, Zach asked Catherine, how did you get to this point? Mm. Which made me laugh. I was like, that feels kind of like a backhanded compliment. It was like a compliment, but also like, so you don't seem like someone who should be single. What He's happened? He's just like, how are you at the point where you're coming on reality TV to yeah. be dating? I'm like, Zach, right. you're a bachelor. I like her and I think she, she's, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Like Agreed. she just knows how to talk to him. Agreed. She knows how to flirt. She knows how, like certain people just know when to push and pull. She definitely knows how to do that. Agreed. Well, also we had Brianna and Zach um, and she expressed to him that she didn't feel like she had a support system coming in and that she wasn't feeling comfortable and she was starting to get emotional. You fully nailed this one in last week's episode where you were talking about you felt like it was almost a disadvantage to come in with America's first impression, Rose. And I really, you nailed it. I really feel like we saw that a lot this week and she did communicate a lot of the fact that it did have like this burden and it didn't feel like Zach was the one who chose her and now she has to try to feel like she's catching up and she also walked in feeling like she kind of had like a target on her back with the other women it was like double disadvantage um and we get more into that in the episode which we can dive into um but basically yeah this uh, this uh, group date wraps with uh Catherine getting the uh group date rose uh Tajwan being sent home unfortunately um and yeah kind of that setup with mm-hmm, brianna mm-hmm. um okay next we have the one-on-one with christina which i'm excited to talk about uh but first let's take a quick pause so i want to chat with you all about modern fertility let me make something clear i think when most of us think back to sex ed classes you probably learned all about how to prevent pregnancy but what about how to plan for it i sure did not learn about that in those classes and what i've learned over the years is how extremely important it is to have conversations and info about your fertility so you can have that knowledge while planning regardless of if you want kids immediately at some point in the future or if you plan to never have kids at all. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. Uh, When I took my Modern Fertility test, I got insight on my hormone levels and other important factors that can impact your fertility The results go deep into uh, what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps, which I did. And it was extremely helpful. Traditional hormone testing at a a fertility clinic can cost over $600. But modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash mom dad, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA. Modern Fertility was so helpful and simple for me as I process my future, and I highly recommend it to all my friends and family. Again, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash mom dad. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash mom dad modernfertility.com slash mom dad well i got quite a fact for you all okay the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions think about that okay if you I, think you're I got more than that <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> if you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services you might want to double check because i know when i double checked i was subscribed to i think about 15 
Okay, 11 of which I hadn't used in months or ever, to be honest. Well, with Rocket Money, you can quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. Rocket Money is seriously amazing. I know I use it all the time. Formerly known as Truebill, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and help lowers your bills. All in one place, simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long, uh, long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. And I will tell you, Rocket Money saved me almost $1,000 last year, just personally. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash momdad. That's rocketmoney.com slash momdad rocketmoney.com slash mom dad oh also i wanted to say this too about zach yeah zach when he even though i wish with all of my body that he would have kept tajwan probably a good move on his part i think he won over i think all so the ladies. Too. like i need taj in my life but when he came in and he communicated to hey everybody um, she spoke to me, but I want to be fair to all of you and I, I'm developing connections. So I said, no, I was like, probably a good move. Here's what I didn't like about it. Yeah. <laughs> when you bring in someone like that, like you create an anxiety in everyone where they have to start going. Yeah. They start. Oh, oh, I don't want her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like want her to steal my shine. So then everyone starts kind of like spiraling a little bit or rising to the occasion. I don't like the fact that he kind of gave everyone like, it's okay. You can relax now. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Stress. I just want, I want them to feel it. I want them to feel like you can't sit back this, and have this little, like everyone's bonding. fine. You well, know what I mean? Listen, I I'm, this is making me very curious with exactly how the producers are manufacturing this season, because let's be real at the end of the day, you know, the lead has a certain say, but it's, heavily producer chosen and run and all of this so the fact that the producers didn't just say Tajwan is going to be coming that it was like a potential offer mm-hmm. but then Zach was able to say no um makes me feel like this is constructed by producers to maybe allow Zach to have as a lead a little more say this season to mm. potentially create more of a love story since that has yes. been lacking over the past few seasons and it's been more like chaotic drama. I think maybe this is a technique to be like, all right, we're going to let our lead when he doesn't want to do it. We're just, we're not going to be like, you have to, yeah. we're going to let him because we've already seen numerous moments with Zach where he's kind of like, you can tell he's making certain calls like, yes. The fact that he was like, okay, Madison, no, you can go home. Like, I feel like beforehand producers might have been like, no, tell her you have to think about it and then wait yes. till the rose ceremony to build up Draw more drama. Now, I definitely smelt a lot of producer play during this episode, yeah. um, which we can talk more about later when we talk about Brianna. I feel like yeah. there was a lot of producer encouragement mm. to have conversation. That's yes. just my 
suspected thoughts. So the one-on-one date with Christina. Christina Mandrell is given the first one-on-one date, which is a big deal always with this show. And the whole conversation leading up to it is that she wants Zach to know that she is a mom. She wants to have like a personal conversation with him. Um, Also noted, I did see on Twitter that that crochet top that she's wearing, she made. That gorgeous wow. top. So I mean, Christina yeah. is coming in. She's got the famous family. She's charming. She's gorgeous. Apparently, she's a seamstress, a crocheter. The pack, the uh, the, the the boxes are being checked. I mean, Christina is a power player. Now, will she be the first villain? We shall see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm loving Christina. Me too. I um, mean, she's fun. But I think that she's getting set up yeah. to be the. They're trying to push her. It definitely seems like they're trying to push her in that direction. Yes. They're trying to create these moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, um, well, her and Zach go on the date. They get immediately into the Jeep, and she asks him what his first concert was, and he says Nickelback. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy. And then and I liked it, too, because she recoils. You know I, I know. Mean? I was like, oh, she has the ick now. She's turned off. Yeah. She recoils and goes, ah. Oh, and then she goes, that's awesome or whatever no, she she's said. She's like, I love yeah, Nickelback. I was like, oh, get out of here, dude. You recoiled and then you realized he wasn't joking. And then you then came back in and were <laughs> she, like, oh, that's great. She totally thought it was a joke. She's just like, oh, that's ridiculous. Then you're like, oh, no, 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 you're serious. It's like if you ate food at someone's house or like somewhere and then they were like, and, or you went to a restaurant with someone and then they were like, how do you like the order? And they're like, disgusting. You're like, who even owns this place? You're like, my dad. You're like, it's actually really good. I was just kidding because I'm funny. You know what I mean? She's like, oh no, Zach definitely wants a photograph to be the song at his wedding. Like, yeah. this is. Look at this uh, But she was so slick in the car. When she got in the car, I mean, let me just tell you this. All I can speak for is myself. I get in the car with a woman that I am dating or like just started. She hops in the car, grabs my arm and puts her head on my shoulder. Like it's over. <laughs> You've fallen in love. So like that move, like she just knew how to make him feel. He's in the, he's driving. Just he's cozy. Like, hey, welcome to we'll get him in my modern Bronco. And then she hops in. It's comfortable it's right away. It's so she comfortable. Know, yeah. And then she also made him feel seen with mm-hmm. Nickelback. Nickelback. Nickelback is like rising from the grave right now. We're like, finally. Yeah. Somebody out there. Like we are the biggest band in the world, you know. Um, Just a reminder. Um, and then they have their helicopter moment, yeah. which you know me. I'm sweating. Lee, what are your thoughts on a helicopter date? I never want to get into a helicopter. Okay, thank you. Like, <laughs> thank you. Right? So no, it's so terrifying. Beck and I used to always talk about this. Every time they have a helicopter date, if I'm one of the contestants and the helicopter comes flying, the chopper comes flying over, I'm crying. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. No way in hell I'm getting in there with you. I don't even know who you are. This is the most terrifying experience of my life. Absolutely not. And I'm feeling like I have this fantasy. <laughs> I have this fantasy about the chopper too. That it's like the same chopper they've used since day one. So it's like old. <laughs> and like there's a guy. And like you know who in all the movies when they were like, we got to get out of Florida and get to Panama. And they always hire this like 
old drug runner yeah. who's like this guy he's like how's it going yeah i used to run drugs for the cartel back in the day and they're like can you get us to panama and he's like no problem and he's like he gets it started up and he's like hop on in and they're like well i got one wheel but no problem it's like Wah. they're like we're not ready for this and he's like no problem we'll be fine like i i assume that's the guy who's doing the chopper he's just like oh welcome and he just like comes out and he's like got some crank he's like son of a bitch still runs and they all hop in sorry my cataracts are acting up and <laughs> like they're like it's like they've just had it like in the back of the of the mansion for the last like years and oh just my like, God, dust off just... the old bird <laughs> hell no absolutely not i with, with all the love in my heart i will never get in a helicopter it's with you sketchy. no it's, it's very so sketchy. sketchy well and she was like so excited she's like it's on my bucket list yeah. like i don't even think i've ever been this close to a helicopter in my life which definitely had a moment that i was like oh my gosh our photo is going to come out which they did it but on pilot pete's season there was a moment where victoria fuller uh, go skydiving with Pete and she's like I'm so scared of heights and she was crying in the back of the car and she's like I can't do this I can't do this and then the next day a photo emerged of her skydiving from years ago <laughs> <laughs> which is iconic oh, and uh, so when when Christina was like I don't even think I've ever been this close to a helicopter I was waiting for photos the next day of her next to her like family's helicopter yeah her and the, Mand- <laughs> the Mandrell sisters like yeah. choppering to the, to the gig <laughs> but um she ends up being surprised with the date of going to Zach's family's house wild in anaheim and he's like by the way today you're going to be meeting my parents because it was my mom's birthday and i missed it so we're having a makeup celebration with my mom and my dad and like 20 of our cousins and families and friends a first date meeting how would you feel in this horrible I, I mean, don't, I listen, don't foresee you <laughs> horrible, dude. doing so great on day. No, it'd be horrible. Like, I need, like, some prep. I need to, like, psych myself out. I need to, like, kind of take some time to kind of, like, look at pictures of people and be like, all right, cool. Like, I'm pretty chill. I can get along with people. But my whole thing would be, like, this sucks. Like, I'm trying to get to know you. And then I'm sitting here having to talk to, like, Aunt Kathy about, like, whatever. And, and Yeah, do you think it's an advantage? Or is it a disadvantage? Like, because you're not having that one-on-one with the lead, but you are then in with the family. I think it's an advantage for the lead because the lead's like seeing you in his real life. And so he's picturing you. I think it's a disadvantage to the person doing it just because it's like, you're nervous, you're on edge, you're not having fun. You're kind of like, why are we doing this? Like, this is usually day 20. You know, this is awkward, you know. And and the family was great too because the family is just like, well, how do you like him? He's like, oh, he's great. What's he? Well, you know, give me some dirt. And it's just like they don't. They're just like he's silly and like he was in a band. And like, there's the goddamn oh band God. again. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, know they asked. They were like, yeah, what? Like, tell us something crazy. She was like, yeah, tell me something crazy. And all of the cousins were like, well, you know, he was in a band. And she's like, no way. Show me photos. And I, all I could think about was this is of all the people, and I don't think Zach knows this. Of all the people. You're showing photos of Zach's seventh grade band, Public Disturbance, to Christina Mandrell of the famed uh, Mandrell family who is in music, like Nashville royalty. Right. And you're like, he was in a seventh grade band. And she's like, wow, <laughs> Please this is tell amazing. me about how you played bass in seventh grade. <laughs> and she's just like, do you know the dynasty of music that is my family? <laughs> 
Like, you know that Christina has been backstage at every With single... Willie Nelson and, you know... Yeah, the big Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton comes she was to in, breakfast every Thursday. She it's was like, in T-Swift's music video. I mean, like, this is some she's serious... She's not impressed by public urination, dude. Like, he's not doing it for But I don't her. think he probably knows that about right, her. Right, 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 Which is then just such a wild moment of watching back <laughs> if I'm Zach and just feeling so like, oh, no, like, don't yeah. show it to her anyone else. You could be like, I was in a band. They all seemed so lovely. Everyone was really nice. The family seemed so lovely, but you know, Mama brought out the photo album of Zach when he was like a baby, and Christina was so gracious. And I think she was—I mean, she handled everything. She's so charming. She, well, well, you can just tell that she's—you know—I think if you're in a famous family, you're used to operating under any circumstances, any social yeah. situations. Like she's trained in the art of like dealing with anybody you I mean know? you could tell that like she was just so comfortable the right person to bring to a definitely, family definitely. Uh, affair but you know when yeah when they busted out the the photo album with the one year olds I'm like I, if, if I'm Christina I'm sitting there and my anxiety is getting higher and higher as I'm trying to act like I am so infatuated yeah. with this person that I've known for 24 <laughs> hours that I'm like the baby photos yeah. like but it made me think remember zach and rachel's first date they went to oh, the movie yeah. theater and saw slideshows of themselves when they were little that was wild but i mean she handled it so well the family was i do think it's a net positive though yeah i, I think, think at the so end too. of the day like they shared that experience together which was very intimate yeah especially for him so it's like i think that he clearly loves his family so much. Yes. The fact that she was a part of that yes. means that like in his brain, he's connecting how much he loves his family with her. Like, I think there's a lot there. Well, then they went to the night portion yeah. of which to me, I mean, Evan saw me. I was definitely getting teary watching mm -hmm. this portion mm -hmm. of the date because it was beautiful. Christina um, then is like, okay, this is now the time that I'm going to share yeah. about the fact that I'm a mother. I have a daughter named Blakely May, uh, Blakely May mm -hmm. and she just opens up about, you know, the fact that she's a single mom, the idea of her going um, to those first day of school and dropping off her little one and just being alone and being ready to have someone there um, as a partner. And then the way that Zach handled it was, I think, the best we've ever seen a lead handle hearing that someone has a child. Um, he, first of all, was just listening to her, like asking her daughter's name and just processing what she was saying. And then he lets her know that it's a lot to take in and that he's looking for a family for the future, but that it's really scary. And he doesn't do this whole like, I absolutely am ready. Like I want a family. So I am ready to bring your child into my life and become part and we'll just be a giant happy family and let's do this and I'm ready. He immediately communicated to her like, I don't know what it's like. I have no idea what it's like to be a step parent. I don't know what it's like to be a dad. He lets her know that it does introduce a timeline really quickly and that it scares him shitless to be honest. Yeah. And He's like, I think sometimes that we need to be selfish. So I'm trying to process this. And I mean, yeah. it is a real conversation. It's a real conversation for sure. And I don't know how you felt, but I'm like, as a parent, if I were to be a single parent, I would feel very safe with the conversation that I was having 
if I, yeah, if I was Christina in that situation, I would feel extremely safe because I'd be like, okay, sitting across from somebody who's not bullshitting me. And she even communicated that. She's like, this makes me feel really good that you're not just giving, like spoon feeding me answers that I want to hear. Like you're taking this very seriously. This is like a human's life. This is my child. And you're telling me you're scared. You're telling me you're nervous that you are nervous. You might not be a great dad because you don't know if you're ready and you don't know how you feel about this. And then you offer the rose in a way that's not like, I promise I'm going to be ready to be a dad. It's like he told her, I just want you to know it's a two way street. And so I want to offer you this rose and I want to keep getting to know you. But I also need you to know that I don't know how I feel about this as I process this. And this is a question mark for me and I'm scared, but I would like to keep getting to know you. Mm -hmm. I think the way that the two of them handled this was textbook. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I felt like he, a lot of people say stuff like, listen, thank you for sharing that. That means a lot. You're amazing. You're an amazing mom. You know, the classic lines. And then there's like, but I want to let you know, I'm not afraid. Yes. Of this. And if we're supposed to be together, I can't wait to meet your daughter. 26 years old, bullshit. Yeah, he's young. Like, tell me a 26-year-old is not terrified of being a father before he's even dating anyone. Yeah. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like, and I think he was super honest with that. He was, like, tearing up about it. Like, he told her straight up how he felt. I think he couldn't have been more respectful, and she couldn't have been sweeter how she even handled the, like, talk to, to telling him about it. She wasn't panicky when she seemed like she was going to lose him there for a second. Remember when mm-hmm. he was kind of, well, this is really scary for me. You saw her kind of quivering lips a little bit she didn't try to like sell herself at all on it like it was just straight up really respectful really beautiful moment um he's terrified i would be too at 26 he owns it respects her because of that um and then i felt what it really did for me was show me how much he truly likes her oh a thousand because i think he was on the verge of cutting it off i felt like he almost did it there was a level of like, you could see him being like, but I want to continue this thing. Yeah. Which shows you, dude, I mean, 26 years old, to even just go into that as an option, I think it shows you that they're bonded. And the fact that he chose her for the for the one-on-one. Yeah. I don't know how much control he has over choosing her for the one-on-one. Oh, okay. I am not Maybe sure. Not. I think that might be production but either way i think he connected. really likes her i think so too i, I think, think he so really too. really likes her so yeah. like he didn't even bring tajwan on because of the vibe he's mm-hmm. like you yeah, know i think you're a little too late maybe not the right vibe right now let's not do it right mm-hmm. this person says i have a child and he's like let's keep going yeah. so i think i think it shows that they have a strong connection yeah. and it would put if i was christina it would put a lot of trust for me into the fact that i don't think he's gonna keep me around a second longer Yes. Then I need to be right because that's the thing. It's like if I when I, when you have a child and you're going on a show like this and you're potentially going to be gone from your kiddo for you know two and a half months, like that's such a huge sacrifice huge. and you miss your kid. And so to know that I have someone in the lead position who's not going to just like be dangling me and then cut me, you know, randomly yes. far in, even if you knew way earlier that you know you weren't going to be vibing with me or you weren't ready to take on potential step-parent role yeah. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just like hats off to both of them. And I felt like Zach, that really was very telling of who Zach is as a person, yep. um, the way that he handled everything. Um, I appreciated Solid. it, especially Solid. as a parent. I felt yeah. like watching that, I really appreciated it. So... 
She gets the rose yep. and uh, looks like they're cruising. Now, we now have the second group date, mm-hmm. which is with the remainder of the women. Here's the thing, Evan. I saw via Reality Steve that apparently they cut out the day portion of the date. So well, we go straight to the we night. We go time. straight to the night. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a really short group date. Well, apparently they had a day portion of the date that was with Uncle Patrick Warburton. Uncle Pat. Cronk. Cronk. They didn't have him at the family get together. They had a special date just with Uncle Pat and they cut him. If I'm Uncle Pat, I am furious. I'm calling my agents immediately. Like, are you joking me? Like, uh, the famed Uncle Patrick like, Warburton comeback. gets cut and that's all that you need to know. You know, if you're out there trying to pursue acting and you get a scene and then they cut it and you're devastated and you're just like, am I not good enough? Just remember that it has nothing to do with you because they cut Uncle Pat. Kronk okay? got cut. Kronk got cut. Putty got cut. Kronk got cut. And not only that, apparently it was... Putty. Putty <laughs> got cut. And apparently it was like a puppet show date. So you oh, know wow. it was probably hilarious. And I know it's a, likely mm. a time situation, but I have a theory. Mm. I have a theory that during the puppet Putty's show... Putty's dating one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm not. I'm not with Elaine anymore. <laughs> Listen here, ladies. Uh, I know that you're uh, dating my uh, my nephew here. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, I am single and ready to mingle, and I certainly have bad bitch energy. <laughs> I am noticing you three are not really connecting with him. Well, let me show you what connection really looks like. I really think my my deep dark theory is that the women used the puppet show as a way to communicate with the audience how the producers manipulate them so uncle pat's like show us something that you've experienced so far along this journey and you know one of the women were were like this is me and my name's such and such and this is let's just call her patricia And Patricia is keeping me up all night. I've got no sleep. They're withholding food and drink from me. And I can no longer sleep. I'm starting to lose it. I'm spiraling. And then they just cut. And they're like. (laughs) The producers are watching and they're like. And Putty's like, whoa, okay. Anyways. And she's like, you can't pee. Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. She's like, and then Putty's sitting there like, whoa. You can go to sleep if you give us information about your roommate. (laughs) What has she been saying about Zach? Tell us that she's here for the wrong reasons. But I'm so tired. I've been up for 14 hours. We don't give a shit. I'll confess to anything. (laughs) Like, I think, (laughs) I feel like, and then Putty's sitting there like, well, uh, uh, is dark anyone else want to come up i did not experience this uh, at my time with disney when i've done numerous movies and television shows never a problem for me <laughs> this is that's insane I, and they're just like okay cut it we're straight to the night so that's my theory i love that's that. my theory but we just get the night portion um which is pretty low-key all in all yeah um you know we have zach uh connecting with uh ariel greer katie chair they're all macking they're all, they're all kissing oh, the one thing i did want to say though is the the jess situation was hilarious to me because they had been talking earlier in the day about tongue yes and jess was like i never use tongue when i make out and every girl's like what i of course you use tongue that's a part of it and then and then jess is kind of like ew kind of vibe you know and then later on the night he leans in to kiss her and She's okay. Well, first of all, that little moment killed me because 
Oh, no. Okay. So she, he leans in to kiss her and then I'm waiting for tongue because I'm like, here we go. She learned, you know, from the masters about tongue. <laughs> Which is just ridiculous. And then she just goes, mwah, 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 and they just they literally like they're touching each other's faces, but just smooching. And I just thought that is the most Listen, hilarious Listen, Jess thing is ever. not down, not into the tongue so not much. Into the you tongue. Know, respect, respect. Well, actually, Jess was the, the big moment that we saw where she wants to know something unique about him, something that only she know yeah. at that point. And he opened up about, oh my gosh, having pyloric stenosis when he was born, which was like a life, like a potentially yeah, like- we didn't know that. Oh my goodness. And he was talking about how that's like how he has this deep connection with his mom because yeah. like she wasn't sure if he was going to make it when he was young. And now he has this sense of purpose. And it was like, oh my gosh, there's so much. This is one of those moments where, like, we just keep talking about public disturbance and, yeah. like, you know, Verzaki, but, like, clearly that's there's more thing. to the story that's going yeah. on here. And that was one of those moments. And he felt seen and appreciated by her, which yeah. he ended up giving Jess the group date rose. Yeah. Um, now, meanwhile, we have Gabby. So yes. Gabby is one of the players who has not spoken to Zach at all. And she is starting to get in her head about it. Yeah. She is getting in her head about this. Um, she is spiraling to the women. She's listening to all the women bonding over their makeout styles with Zach. You know, how Zach has taken one of the women for a walk, choked another one, done all the yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Gabby's yeah, yeah. like, we haven't even spoken at all. Yeah. So what's going on? Um, in fact, she was getting like tips and tricks from the women. And she had a full game plan going in of how she was going to have a conversation with Zach. Well, the second she sat down with Zach, she's like, ah. it's like, she said it was full word vomit right. and it was a lot. And it was, we weren't really hearing music behind it. So at first I was like, are, are the producers going to let us think that this went smoothly? Because from what it seems to me, it's a lot. This is a lot. Yeah, she. You could just tell that she had. She'd probably spoken to him the least out of everybody. Almost, she was nervous. She was seeing her fall, herself fall behind. She's like, she kept saying, "I gotta figure out a way to get every everything about me and who I am mixed in with connecting with him, mixed in with asking him questions." And instead <laughs> of just kind of, of like, naturally, okay, it's it's honestly, it was the she was like born and raised. <laughs> da, 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 da. It was it was the the, baby the word version of the baby book. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna start at day one. I was born to a father and a mother, a middle class. Uh, I mean, it was yeah, yeah. it was like that. And, and it then it got just... awkward real fast. And then you you know things are awkward when you're in a conversation with someone because there was a line that went, and I love. Farmers markets, and then he goes, "Yeah, me, yeah, I like those too." You're like, "Oh and no!" It's like, "Oh shit!" The we second all, you I mean, say we all something about farmers markets, but the second you bring up farmers markets and how much you like going to them, it's it's time to eject. It's it's, it's really it's crashing it's and burning good. fast. And honestly, too, I felt bad because when she started the conversation with like, "I love a nickname." And she yeah. was saying it all too fast. So I yeah. think he couldn't quite process what was going on. She started throwing out nicknames for him. She's like, "Can I call you Zacharias, Zachy?" For Zachy, and he like wasn't like, tracking, oh, and he's what? like Zachy, I guess. And she's like, "Well, you can call me Gabriella." And I could tell that that was she was trying to be fun and funny with him. And it seems like she's got a fun sense of humor, but she was saying it all so fast that if I was in the lead's position, I'd be like, "I don't understand what's happening yeah, right now." I don't realize how much anxiety is. If we would have slowed down a couple beats yeah. here and settled in, I think the whole nickname bit would have been a cute moment with them. Yes. But she was on 100. It was very much Red Bull times five energy. Also, like, think of the nickname, like a good nickname before you sit down so you can kind of throw it out there. Yes. Zach. No, he doesn't want to be called Zachy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, like he did his, go by Verzaki. Yeah, no, but his so mom maybe probably calls it. him Zaki. You know what I mean? You don't want to be Zaki. Yeah. So I think she just panicked. Yeah. You know? So then she went away, right? Yes. And, and she knew the second she walked away, she was like, oh my God. She went and had a producer moment even. She also didn't get a kiss. And so then she was like, she was asking everybody else, what did she... He's like, well, everybody was like, no, he just leaned into me and did it. And she, so then she's spiraling. So we, I'm thinking it's over for her. Like, I'm thinking, okay, cool. Like, you know, normal deal. You're settled. It's done. It's gone. Cut to the cocktail party. And she sits down with him right away. And he tells her that she's the one that he gets the butterflies around. And gets giddy around. It's like, what? I was, that was left field to me. I, I That one, you could have, I. Out of nowhere. I would have put a lot of money on the fact that she was going home. Gone. And then and then he leans and kisses her and then like all of a sudden all the anxiety goes away and they're vibing and it's it's like what the hell just happened? No, I did not under because I was not getting from him when he sat with her the first time that he was feeling nervous. Not a, I felt like he was kind of like cool, like all right. Anybody else want to hang now, out? Now when I stopped and thought about it, hmm. it made sense to me because he gave Greer his first impression, Rose. And by the way, when they had their moment mm-hmm. uh, at the night portion of the group date. She got like two words out and he was like, come here and just yeah. wanted to mack with her. So he gave Greer his first impression, Rose. I feel like Gabby and Greer look like twin sisters. They're very similar. Look, there's a there's a there's a there's a sister vibe. So I'm there. getting a vibe that maybe physically that is his type. He's got a type. And yeah. so even if Gabby He's like, come here, Greer too. Great <laughs> <laughs> Grabby. He's like, come here, Grabby. Both of them just have the same name. <laughs> no, I, it wouldn't. I mean, honestly, if you would have called her Greer, it wouldn't have surprised me. Right, right. That's the vibe I was getting. I got that, the like, vibe you're that like show my type that like we'll figure that. We'll like, figure it, out the whole. He was like, a little bit like, you sure, thing. you can call me Zachy as much as you want. Shut up and kiss me. Kind of <laughs> that thing, yeah. was the energy sure. I was getting because I was like, that did not go over smoothly. So I'm no. pretty sure the butterflies are coming from him being very attracted. Attraction can beat out, you know anxiety there i don't doubt that then they're gonna like have a really good connection it felt like the second time that they talked that they were really i mean she brought him peanut butter cups and he was really wowed by that and then they made out with the peanut butter cups um which if you're gonna make out with any food you know what gotta do dessert the you gotta do chocolate i mean chocolate's the move yeah not meatballs and meat sauce yeah that was not the move as we saw that cat was was sent home unfortunately we won't ever get to see her having Enjoying the hot dogs that apparently she loves from her bio. I was really hoping for that for a group date, a hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Um, but he has his moment with Gabby and then Brooklyn takes him to the to the front of the house and they have a, they have a lassoing. Lasso. Yeah. I was like, Evan, except she's lassoing some plastic steer and not yeah. him. So that was disappointing. Yeah. But we see that they're connecting. Um, I think Brooklyn real quick. I think Brooklyn... I'm not seeing a deep connection with them, but what I am seeing is Brooklyn is incredible at at playing this game. Like, do you think Brooklyn was one of the ones coached by Clues? It's po- it, 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 I don't know. She just feels so. She just feels like she's really good at knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. Like even her um her dance in the first the, the walkout, she did the thing where she took him, got a shot with him, they kissed. Like she's always she's doing these little those moments. moments. Yeah. You know, and then she's also the one that said like I'm tired of this like girl party thing where everyone's like best friends. Like she seems like she knows what she's doing mm-hmm. more than everyone else. Like she's creating memorable moments. Agreed. Agreed. Going well for Brooklyn yeah. and Zach. Okay, then we have Brianna. Yeah. Now, 
like we said before, Brianna is feeling it with America's First Impression Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, really got to her. Makes perfect sense to me. Also wanted to say I heard Brianna on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast, and she was talking about how on that first night, um, what we didn't see, obviously we saw the conversation with Christina, which Brianna talks about in the episode, but she was saying on the podcast that there were numerous moments where some of the women were physically blocking her from trying to talk to Zach. And there were numerous people saying certain things that were like, you know, undercutting um, about her being there. And uh, yeah, like I said, physically, she said there were people getting in the way of her to talk to Zach, which would have been wildly frustrating. And I mean, so upsetting your first night. And like she had mentioned too, like she was already in her head about the America's first impression rose. Like, okay, got to Like yeah. you had said before, like there's that pressure of like, okay, Zach and I need to connect now. Um, but I can't imagine then having a situation where first night people are blocking me from talking to the lead. Yeah. I'm so frustrated. You're sleep deprived. She said she didn't get to talk to him until about 4.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So she had been trying all night. And I'm then going into the situation being like, okay, maybe they don't like me. And everyone's bonding in this house and is like, we love each other. And yet for me, first night, I'm getting dismissive comments thrown at me and people are blocking me. I'd be seriously anxious and frustrated. Yeah. So from my perspective watching this, I was seeing very much producer conversation with Brianna, mm. um, especially then after hearing Bachelor Happy Hour and hearing that it was numerous people who had been blocking her and making comments. Now, I don't know if all those other women were sent home and Christina was the only one there, but Brianna talking with Christina and Zach felt very much to me like producer encouragement, like, or throughout the, that, uh, those few days, producers sitting with Brianna being like, didn't it bother you what Christina said? Or, you know, we heard that she was saying other things. Or I think Zach should know about it. Or you should talk to Christina. That was the energy that I was getting a mm. thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that's happening. That definitely feels like that, too. It feels like they're getting in her head. They're mm-hmm. creating doubt. They're creating insecurities. Mm-hmm. They're trying to mess with her. Because she seems, like, really confident. And so this kind of felt out of left field, her, like, spiraling. Well, that's the thing, what? too. When you're seeing the ITMs with Brianna, and this yeah. is such, like, mellow drama. Right. Um, but this was kind of some of the only drama in the episode, like, interpersonal drama. But when you're seeing in her ITMs, you just see how she is, like, very much being like consciously aware of how she's going to be communicating with Zach and needing to get to know Zach because she knows that it's America's first impression rose. So she hasn't been having this energy of like, I got America's first impression rose. Screw all of you. Like I'm coasting. I'm good. America loves me. Like she's having these conversations in ITMs where she's like, man, I'm feeling super anxious. I'm normally not really wired this way. I'm feeling anxious. I feel like I need to be honest with Zach. And then afterwards, when you were seeing um, post the conversation with Zach, she's like, I think I'm going home. Like, so her bringing it up to me, to Zach, like I said, felt producer pushed. Mm. It could be, it could be, you know, I feel like it's a classic mistake people make like we see it every single season. Yeah. If I'm just being super like just honest about her and him on the show, 
I'm not seeing a lot of chemistry. So when not like nothing bad, like they, she seems amazing. He seems like a great guy. They seem like on yeah, paper. But they just don't feel like they have a lot and of then chemistry. When he, you know, he even said to her, I feel like you have walls up. I think that's, a, that's, that's, that's a language for, I don't know what it is, but it's just not happening. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like there was pressure put on our relationship. And I think that's the curse of that initial rose was yeah. like a lot of pressure, but they haven't really found their thing yet. And um, she's feeling it. I, th- I think her, she's just being, she's feeling aware that mm-hmm. like, I don't know if we're, it seems to be like vibing with all these yeah. couple other girls and I'm not, this doesn't seem to be working. Yeah. She's doing all the right things. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think they have something, but it's just not quite there like some of the others. Yeah. Well, she ends up pulling Christina aside. Yeah. And listen, from my perspective, if you're going to, um, be open about something that you're frustrated with. You always pull just the individual aside. So I was happy to see that. I was like, okay, I'm glad this is a one-on-one conversation and it's not like the full group of women sitting together so that then you have a moment where Brianna is sharing how she felt. And then all the people who are currently friends with Christina are like, what? And then it becomes this whole thing. They just had their one-on-one conversation. She explained to Christina, um, how she felt with the things that Christina had said that first night, which we discussed that first episode. We were like, for in our opinion, we were like, okay, I think Christina was maybe trying to be funny, but like I would have been frustrated. It was poking. You could feel there was energy behind it. Um, but then Christina, again, I think plays the right move and immediately apologizes. And I'm like, I'm, it was like, I'm very, very sorry um, that that came out that, that way. I don't remember saying this, um, which I don't know. We'll, we'll see later on. Brianna's like, okay, I'm going to choose to believe that, but that still happened. And, you know, so they have their peace moment, but it doesn't feel like it's done. Mm. It was just like, okay, let's put a bandaid over it for a moment. And then we see Brianna talking to Zach. And this is the moment I'm starting to panic because Brianna, and I know she's already then feeling the tension, brings up to Zach, there was uh, comments made in the house, and there was one specific person who made a specific comment, um, do you want to know? And Zach basically says no. Zach's like, uh, he's like, which again, is a smart move. Smart move. And he goes, um, you know, I don't think, if you guys have dealt with it, then I don't need to know. And then I thought Brianna was going to be like, because then she said, well, you know, for full transparency, maybe. And I'm like, no, 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 don't say it. Don't say Christina. Don't say Christina. And she didn't. Mm. And I was like, okay, phew. Okay, we didn't have any specific names because it's too early in the game. But she did bring up what happened. She did bring up what happened. But it's too early in the game to actually be mentioning specific names. Too early in the game to to associate your name with drama. Yes. Yes. You don't want to do that. No. Because it's like, it's not about right or wrong at all. It's about the leads brain connecting you with when I think of them, I'm going to have to deal with problems Yes, and you don't want to put that in their brain early on. No, no. So I think the, the fact that she didn't mention Christina's name, I was like, okay, that's good. But like you said, then Zach brought up like, you know, I don't feel like we're connecting, which again was another moment where I was like, I appreciate Zach being honest instead of just going, Oh, I'm sorry. You've been struggling and there were these things that were happening and catch you later. 
he was like, no, I just want to let you know, I don't feel like we've been connecting and I don't know if it's something I'm doing, but I'm feeling like maybe you have walls up and is there something we can do? And I was like, this is like, this is good yeah, communication. Totally. I'm impressed. Um, but then the conversation ends where Brianna's like, I think I'm going home for sure. Yeah. Like post this. Uh, we see then later the rose ceremony. She does not go home. She's given that last rose um, and who is sent home is Victoria. TikTok Victoria. I know. I'm devastated. Makes sense, though. You haven't seen any sort of footage I know, of them we didn't even see, talking. So it's I was like, so sad, though, because TikTok, Vic, Victoria TikTok has the best, the best, like, show commentary yeah. and uh content after and i was yeah. really hoping maybe she'll continue to keep doing it and maybe, maybe we'll get some tea from victoria i though i think i hope that we continue to see tiktok victoria yeah. i have high hopes for paradise yes i, I want think more she, content she'd be, she's perfect for she's paradise. perfect for paradise and then kimberly went home as well who mm -hmm. seems so lovely i'm sad to see her go and cat it's gonna be sad to not have Kat there. She yeah. was so dynamic. I liked she was her. fun. It didn't I mean obviously I saw this coming, but I did like to see her. Again, another paradise for sure yeah. though. There's no way that she's not. Well she had be played out the thing. She of course when she did the catwalk, I mean no pun intended, she then came out <laughs> as a cat and it was just like okay. Like, it was perfect. We've done the cat thing. Um but yeah, they end up going home. Uh he so remaining there, Catherine, Christina, Jess, Brooklyn, Genevieve, Greer, Allie, Charity, Katie, Gabby. Ariel, Anastasia, Kylie, Davia, Mercedes, Bailey, and Brianna. Um, and then we have a preview for next week, which speaking of Brianna, it looks like Christina is the centerfold for the drama. Yes. And it looks like a lot of the women are not happy with Christina. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like now Brianna's like, okay, this is what I'm talking yes. about. And I got this version <clears throat> of Christina the first night and now you all are seeing it. Mm -hmm. So now the question is, is this week, this coming week, is Brianna going to present to Zach? Oof, that's a tough one. I always vote we'll no, see. but you never know. I know. Well, this leads me to just a pitch that I have for the show. I had a show idea for okay. the show. Okay. Paradise has wells. Yes. What we need is a suave character okay, who is always drinking at the bar in the house. <laughs> oh, in the mansion. Okay. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> probably in his 50s. Okay. Could be could be anyone. Doesn't have to. But I'm just picturing the most interesting man in the world. You know, the, the Jose Cuervo guy? Yes. And he's sitting there and he's smoking and he's drinking. And earlier in the day, well, and, and he's there for advice. Or just to shoulder to cry on, someone to talk to. He's just this character. He's always there smoking cigarettes okay. and drinking. And earlier on in the day, you go talk to him. You're like, I'm getting ready for my date tonight, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, no problem. You know, always remember that true love waits. You know, he's like full of this poetry yes, and these beautiful yeah. things. Thank you so much. It means a lot <laughs> that I could talk about this. But he keeps drinking. And, and he's getting <laughs> drunker and drunker and drunker. So when the girls come back from the night and they're devastated or happy or whatever he's there and he's wasted <laughs> in giving horrible advice and he's just like and the girl's just sitting there going like i don't know if he even likes me he's like you don't need this show there's more to life i lost my true love and he's like and then they're crying and then he like jumps in the pool like drunk and he's just like why god why and like he's just there always drinking and then like he's always kind of a sounding board for these women i think this would create a lot of interesting you know and then one of the women at some point well, why come me and you don't like me and you get each oh, and other they fall in love or you know he's just, i can't i can't i can never love again this you know is and then my job this is my <laughs> life now to give you know what i mean and there's just like this interesting character 
that's always there that we can have a lot more interesting conversations while the other things are going I'm, on. I'm a, definitely down for that. I also like the idea of having just kind of like a where's Waldo that's always in the background. Like yeah. he's always in the background of everything. Like I, I enjoy and that. And during the late night, you see him passed out like on the floor somewhere <laughs> and he's just like shirt off and you're like, oh man, he went too hard for the day. And he's back the next morning and he's just, good morning, ladies. I like this. I like this. Okay. I like this. And they can also have his ITM moments where he's the secret yeah. revealer because, you know, obviously people are dumping information exactly. on him. So every once in a and while like, we get we get the ITM from yes. the BTS situation. And then he's she'll never make it. <laughs> She's not built for this. You know what I mean? And there's this is like a, the, he becomes a character. I like this. Okay, cool. I like this. Um, OK. One other thing from the preview for the this yeah. next week. Katie. Spending the night potentially. Oh, yeah. Which looks like that's what the drama is. Because this is like, well, someone said, like, it looks like that's a walk of shame or something. Right. And then you hear Christina being like, well, I think ours was way more special. And you're yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, but it looks no. like Katie has the sleepover Ooh. with Zach. Mid-season release. Yes. Wow. I sure hope so. Me I hope too. they're not teasing us with that. That would be insane. Because People regardless of if anything happens or not, it's going to be... A drama fest, yes. which, oh my God, I forgot to mention too, the moment where Zach comes in at the cocktail, beginning of the cocktail party and is thanking the women for the, for the past week. And then is like, Christina also, thank you so much for coming and meeting my family. And Christina like looks at him and goes, the women didn't know that I met your family. Yeah. We're building, we're building. That was another moment where I'm like, is this producer involvement? Is yeah. Christina playing a game where she's like, I'm going to keep all my cards close to my chest. And so the less that they know about me, the less that they can share. I might pull a Christina. I might have gone back to the house and been like, I'm not going to tell them I met the family because it also puts a target on your back because now everyone's like, oh, she's closer to him than we are. So I probably wouldn't have said anything. But also I could I could hear I can hear a producer in her ear being like, you shouldn't say anything because they know the house is getting really close. And then if they tell her not to say something, then she's feeling that because the fact that he even brought that up was unlike typically what we see with a lead where at the toast, they mention the specific right. person they went on the one-on-one with. Right. So that feels producer to me for him to be like, by the way, Christina, thank you so much for coming in my family. And yeah. she's like, fuck you, producers. Awesome. Like, you I told me not that. to say anything. And now in front of everyone, I smell upcoming drama. I smell upheaval. Well, I'm excited now yeah. for it. I think that the, the first episode was good. This one was slow. The second episode was I slow. I feel like Next week's episode is going to be toasty. And I think we're in for real love. I think we are too. Like, I actually think so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, which I is agree. beautiful, you know. We love that real love. Incredible. We love like you and me, me I, and you, both of us together. I don't know this song. <laughs> All right, should we have some some uh, call home yes, moments? Yes, let's do our call homes. Yes, let's talk to the family. Hey. Hi guys, huge fan. Um, My question is, should I pursue my best friend's little brother? So basically, my best friend and I have been best friends for about six years. And at her engagement party back in August, I am like reunited with her family. Her little brother, who is not so little anymore suddenly looks like a grown-up and is so mature and is like a man and I'm like 
what is going on? Why am I feeling these things? And then we get a little too drunk and we kiss at her engagement party. (gasps) And then fast forward to New Year's, I end up going on vacation with her family and her brother's there again and we kiss again in the rain on the beach. Wow. And he tells me he likes me and all this stuff. And I am like, okay, cool. So we're a thing. But then it never really goes anywhere. Like we never really hang out, even after I drop hints about like, we should hang out. So I'm just wondering, is it just a drunken kiss? Is it like, how do I navigate this? And also my best friend can't talk to me about it because I can't tell her I have a crush on her brother, you know? Anyways, that was a lot. But yeah. Help, 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 help. I like Forbidden this. This is good love. drama. This is good drama. Yeah, this is good drama. Oh my gosh. I'm going to need a follow up with this one. Um, Okay. Thoughts. My off the top. initial thoughts are you need to figure out with him uh, if he wants to continue and if this is something he actually wants because you don't want to like breach the topic with the friend and have it be a whole thing and then realize that there's nothing there between you and the the, the guy. But what if what if her friend finds out first from her brother that they kiss? That's what I'm saying. So have the quick have the conversation with the brother and be like, hey, like, you know, are you interested in seeing each other or like let it fizzle out one of the two, but don't do one before the other. In my opinion, don't go talk to the friend, have this whole thing work through. What if she has a problem with it? And then it takes time. And then, and then the brother's like, no, I'm actually just fun. And I, I want to take a chill. Now you've created this whole dynamic. Make sure the guy is down and wants to pursue before you then go to the friend. Question, but make though, sure you go to the friend right away. The second you lock it down. Okay. No, but question. What if, what if brother says it was just a kiss? Right. You still have to tell the friend because what I'm saying is what if then the friend finds out however long later and yeah. then feels like you weren't being honest. Agreed. Agreed. I think that either way you talk to the friend, but I mean, I don't know your friend, you know, maybe the friends it, it, it's sounding <sighs> to me, if I'm being honest with you, it's uh-huh. sounding to me like the friend is a little testy Okay. <laughs> because or else, you, you know what I mean? Or else you would just be like, Hey, by the way, like I kind of like your brother. We've been chatting. It wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it sounds like, there's nerves there, which yeah. means the friend might be like tough about this t- subject. So it's already happened. Mm-hmm. So you might as well see if the guy is interested to pursue confirm or, or dissipate that then go talk to the friend about either, or, or either scenario. So yeah. if it's, if it's pursuing something, talk to them about that. If it's, if it's not be like, I have something to tell you Yeah, and then tell her my advice would be, you got to go in order of importance here. And what's most important is your relationship with your friend. Um, so I think whatever you think your friend would appreciate most is probably the order in which you go into this. So from my perspective, because here's the thing, boys come and go. You know what I mean? But the friendship, that's what's going to last. You don't want to lose a friend or have like some drama over this, especially if it's just a kiss. Like maybe this is going to end up becoming something with maybe you and her younger brother end up fully falling in love and then you're all a happy family. Forget and my she's advice. Happy. I agree with her. I agree with her. Forget <laughs> my advice. I agree with her. But at the end of the day, you don't want to lose a friend that you've had for six years over a boy even if he's cute and mature and charming and all these things. Um, So 
what I would say is I don't know your friend. So maybe your friend, this is something that's going to be super sensitive for her. So depending on how you feel like she'll react, that's how I would approach it. So, you know, I would be honest with your friend and be like, you know, it's... It's one of those situations where you're like, if 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 the friend if your friend is someone who is going to, you know, feel upset about this, from my perspective, you are a free human able to do anything you want to do. So you have every right to have a moment with her brother. But if you know that it's something that she's gonna be upset about, then maybe just broach it gently and just be like, Oh, I know you might be upset about this, but you know, I this is what happened and it was just this kiss and I didn't know how to tell you at first. And then maybe that ends up leading to a conversation where you then, if she handles it well, you can be like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think I have a crush on your brother and I don't want to like get yeah. make anything weird. But like I was thinking about talking to him and then maybe your friend's going to be all about it. And it's like, okay, this is what I would suggest. Or maybe you tell your friend and your friend is not happy. And then you can get that like, your friend's not going to be stoked if you and her brother end up having a thing. Yeah. And then, you know, is it worth risking the full friendship? So Agreed. that's just kind of my perspective is just level of importance of like, what's the most important thing to you? And I would imagine after having six years of a yeah. friendship and you're close to the family, you're going on family vacations, like prioritize the friendship first and then go from there. And maybe a beautiful relationship comes of it. Agreed. Agreed. Tell. I, I, yeah. I would just tell her, Hey, I kissed your brother twice. We kind of have a flirty thing going on. I don't know if anything's going to come of it, but I just wanted you to know that this happened. Kind of get your take on it. If you're cool with me talking to him, awesome. If not, I want to talk about that too. And then go from there so that no matter what happens, it's all out in the open. Yeah. So ignore everything I said originally. <laughs> Lee cut that. And then um, go with what she said. She was right. I was wrong. Like I said, though, hey, you typical know, typical marriage, right? <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't know how your friend's wired. I know for myself personally, if I had a brother and my best friend and my brother were hitting it off, I would be so excited. Right. Like, I would be so thrilled. Um, you know, not thrilled if it goes south and then you guys are fighting and there's that drama. But that's something that can be discussed and worked out, you know, and communicated beforehand. Not everyone's like that, though. But, but that's what I'm saying. Some it people, it might, might feel uncomfortable, which is totally valid. So, yeah, I, I'm sending you all the love and well wishes. But, yeah, I would definitely prioritize um, what you think is going to be the best move with your with your friend yeah. first it's one thing if you guys were like way down the road and you've been dating for six months and now you gotta yeah. break it but it's this early on you're right just talk to the friend get it out in the open yeah. and then you could deal with it yeah but please love keep it. us updated yeah because no, i please love loving know, this forbidden love this is yeah this is fire. like a, this is a dipsy story mm -hmm. honestly <laughs> all right one all right. more yes let's do it let's do one more Hi, mom and dad. Huh? This is Audrey calling. Audrey. Um, I just kind of want some advice on dynamics with parents and partners and complicated like dynamics, I guess. So my boyfriend and I have been together for four years and we are getting engaged very soon. Um, but when we moved in together, my conservative Christian parents threw a fit uh -huh. 
And they said some pretty mm. hurtful things mm. to both of us. Mm-hmm. And they're still in my life and I want them in my life for now. And we're on more good terms than we're not. But my, I guess, reason for calling is just while we're navigating this wedding planning and just this dynamic from shifting from partners to engaged to married and what all that looks like. What's your advice for navigating that complicated parent dynamic when your belief systems are so separate and just all the emotions that that brings? Um, Thank you guys for continuing the podcast and allowing yourself to be accessible to us. Um, Love you both and hope you're doing well. And I hope to hear your feedback. Bye. Audrey. I love her voice. I know, Audrey. I love (laughs) you. Um, First of all, I just want to say a heartfelt, um, I'm sorry that you're having to deal with this. Evan and I feel you deeply on Mm. this one. And I know that it's extremely painful, especially, um, I feel like I'm going to get emotional. Um, Especially when, you know, you are in a time in your life where you should be being celebrated and supported um, that that's something that is looming over you. And so I'm so sorry to hear that. And I know that that's really hard. Mm. Um, And like you said, you want to continue a relationship with them for right now. Um, My biggest piece of advice to you would be to just remember I can't speak to your specific upbringing, so I don't know what the dynamic was like, but um, I think a lot of times in the very conservative households, there can be this feeling of like, we are an inseparable unit and you are one with the family. And if we do not approve, then you are not part of this unit. Here's the bottom line. You are your own person. You've always been your own person. And especially now you're an adult, you're a grown up, you're getting into, you're starting your own family now with your partner. Um, And so you are your own person and your choices are your own. So now I would just say to keep the main priority always uh, between what is making you happy and bringing you joy and what is bringing you and your partner together. It is your relationship, your and your partner's relationship, and this is your happy, beautiful time as you start um, a life together. And at the end of the day, you love your parents and you want to continue to have a relationship with them, but this is not about making your parents happy. This is about what makes you happy. And it's a time where Unfortunately, you might have to prepare yourself for them having a lot of issues going into this and having a lot of opinions. And I think the most that you can say to them is just to make some very clear boundaries and let them know, I love you. I want you all to be a part of this to this extent. Um, I want to have a relationship with you to this extent. But outside of these boundaries, this is my life and we're going to do what makes us happy. And this is our time and our family unit. Um, And so if you want to be part of this right now and participate in this joyous experience, you can come this far. But beyond that, this is my boundary. That would be my biggest piece of advice. I mean, that seems like the most mature 
way to handle it. I mean, I think on practically, there's a couple elements here. One is, are they paying for the wedding? Sure. Right. If they're not, that's, if they are paying it, if they're not two massive different vibes going on right. for this situation. So if they're like, we're paying for the wedding, then you're having to deal with them going, well, we're paying for it. We don't want this. We want this. Right. We want this. You know, I think if they are paying for it, I would have a conversation with them being like, I appreciate you paying for this. Are you paying for my wedding or are we paying for your party? You know what I mean? Like not in those words exactly, but say something to the effect of like, hey, are we celebrating my marriage here? Or am I just kind of, you know, or are we trying to kind of appease what your desires are? Because if that's the case, like that's going to be really hard for me to think in terms of my love and my relationship through terms of just your eyes. It's like, this is kind of about my love. And I think a lot of times with conservative parents, when it comes to dynamics like that, there are strings attached. Tons. So then you have to really take into consideration um, is it going to be worth it to you? Yeah. Like, I know weddings are so wildly expensive, but if you get to a point, if they are paying, if you get to a point where you're like, I'm not going to be able to enjoy this, then maybe consider a different route. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's I like, know what's the so point? much easier said than done. But like, done, what is but, the point of this? Yeah. You know, is the point of this is to have the biggest, nicest wedding or is the point of this just to, you know, commemorate your love? If they're not paying for it, I think that releases you a lot. Um, but I could hear in your voice, it's not like, you're trying to get rid of your parents. You're trying to st- st- no, stay connected to your yeah. parents. You love your parents. My whole thing, though, is like when you become an adult and you're making your own decisions, which you clearly are, right? You're living with your boyfriend. They don't. You're already making your own decisions. You're already kind of separating yourself from mm-hmm. their belief and you in there. What I think is important is to pursue love with them, pursue a relationship with them. Totally down for all that. Don't live your life as an adult trying to keep that childhood pleasing thing going, which Mm -hmm. is like when you're young in a conservative household, you are commanded to please your parents Mm -hmm. and to do what they say. The second you're an adult, it's no longer the case. So, but we're, it's still left over Mm -hmm. in our, in our psyche that when we're 25, we're still going, well, I don't think we should do that. My dad wouldn't like that. Or Mm -hmm. my mom wouldn't like that. Or, you know, they don't like, they don't like that kind of stuff. At some point you got to make the call or else you're suffering. Mm -hmm. So, Who's going to make the concession? I think it has to be them because they're they're in your life. So whatever the decisions need to be made, make them graciously but confidently mm-hmm. and say, these are my own decisions. This is my own life. I'm not doing this to spite you. I'm not doing this to put a middle finger in your face because you disagree with my actions. Just confidently and lovingly make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. And you'll find yourself being a lot more free and a lot less because you'll never live up to the thing. You know what I mean? If you're making decisions for them, it'll never be enough. So you have to just make your own decisions and be comfortable with them disagreeing with them. Like you clearly already have, which is awesome. Continue that trend and just make your own decisions, mm-hmm. you know? And then you'll be able to kind of freely interact with them and not feel like, is dad happy? Is mom happy? Is it a weird vibe? Are they disagreeing with how we did this? And this It's like, you just got to do your own thing and bring and invite them along, but not do it so they'll come. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so sorry that you have to be in the situation where, you know, there's just kind of this knowledge that they, that you're going to have in the back of your head that like they're going to have a problem with a lot of the things that you're choosing. But again, like what Evan said, I think that it's so important that you savor your life. These are Life goes by quick and these moments with your partner are so special. And the last thing that you want is to be filling your mind with all these anxieties and the need to please your parents when you're just trying to like live this wonderful, positive life on your own. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think that it's yeah. so important to just focus on you and your life. And if you want them to be there, know that they might kind of come go kicking and screaming and you're just going to allow them to come in and out and try to be unaffected in the way that you know you're doing what needs to be done for you. So couldn't agree more. Sending you so much love, Wish you Audrey. The best. That's tough. Yeah. Sending you It's a love. lot of beauty with the tough thing attached. Yes. You know what I mean? That's that's a lot to go through. But I hope you're able to savor this special time with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Sending you so much love. love. We love the family. We love you. Thank we you. We love the family. We love you so much. We love you guys. And um I'm very excited for next yes. week with our third episode it's gonna be a wild one we also might have some um fashion moment uh talking about the uh the grammy fashions maybe go over that with some special guests i love that um so can't wait to dive into that next week we love you all have a beautiful week take care of yourself we love you so much bye bye With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.